0: Don't forget to add the two on one podcast in the How Did You Hear About Podgo section of your application. Now get ready for the rest of the episode. Guys, how are you doing?
1: We have returned.
0: (laughs) We have returned. I I said I wouldn't say that because I'm not going to steal
1: Adam's. Yeah, that's why I I, I had to change up the words.
0: So, Daniel, if anyone's wondering, Daniel stole Adam's line. He just changed one word. Uh, We have, again, we have Mike here again. He was, has some things uh, to yell about. Mike, how are you doing?
2: I mean, I went through a fair bit of blue depression, but then I came past it. No, not really. I still have not gotten past it. But I mean, other than that, I'm just chilling. You know, out here in odd Vegas, watching the playoffs, odd uh, Vegas.
0: So I asked you this before, but I thought I might as well bring it up on the podcast. You're you're working in Ottawa and you were pretty uh, open about being a Leafs fan. And they lost. How how were the co- how were your coworkers?
2: So all my coworkers work at T S N or a lot of my coworkers work at T S N. All the T S N guys are always in the building. Got some really nice guys like like Ian Mendez and, and Lee Brissage and all them, but there's some really nice guys. But oh my god When the Leafs lost It was like I was I was like It was like throwing uh, It was me into A pack of just hungry lions Just a pit of hungry lions Just just tear me apart Please I walked in I don't know if you saw that Spongebob meme Of that guy on fire With just like the most like nonchalant face That was me just walking into Where just like just everyone flamed me
0: Oh, I'm so sorry. This, hey, team, this, team, this, team, <laughs> this team is very disappointing, but we're used to it. Uh, we'll talk about the Leafs later, though. I guess the, kind of pl- the plan for today is we'll go through each series, and then uh, we got some non-playoff team tidbits to go through. Some juicy things happen. Uh, since Adam's not here, Adam's going to be back Wednesday, by the way, uh, for episode 100. Wow. um let's start with the canadians and the flyers so let's uh, adam sent me something this morning and i said i'd play it so it's uh it's someone's birthday apparently so we're just gonna just is it madonna can someone can you all see my screen yeah yeah okay you see adam's face yep yeah. perfect
1: Hello, Alex,
2: Um, I'm sending you this video, I I want you to play it on the podcast, otherwise I'm not coming back, Um, yeah, or edit it in to the YouTube and the online version, Um, I thought that uh, today
1: I'd send a message to to all of you, uh, because Mike's going to be on the show today, Daniel's there, great guy, today's a very special day, Alex, Um, today is Carrie Price's birthday.
2: Oh my God. Um,
1: and I, I, I think it is
2: necessary for you guys to acknowledge that on the show. Um,
1: kneel down <laughs> to the best goalie on the planet. That
2: <laughs> Not actually... kneeling, Adam. Not kneeling, Adam.
1: We'll be sitting for Kerry. Well, we're sitting for Kerry Price. Yeah. Uh, happy birthday, Price.
0: Uh, yeah, that guy's standing on his head again for this team. Um, I get. let's just start with the let's just start with Carry Price uh, since he brought it up. What the what is he doing? Why He's is dominating. this guy God was an this guy animal? And I think that's one of the things that needed to go right for this team against Pittsburgh. And we knew we saw it against Pittsburgh. We're seeing it again in Philadelphia. If Kerry Price stands on his head, what type of run could this team go on?
2: Um, I want them out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, I'm still, like, not even sure what's going to happen in this series against Philly. Because, like, you know what? They had to win game two for, for, for Claude Julien, which obviously I know you want to get to into it in a yeah. bit. But, like, yeah, so you had that extra fire, especially with Hot Carry, who was, like, literally – I don't know if you guys saw that video, but he was about to just give Derek Grant just a – a mouthful of blocker.
0: I mean, you know, simply do not push forwards into your goalie is
2: what I would say to Montreal. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said too. I'm sure Adams said that as well, but yeah,
0: like it's all great that he's doing that, but if I'm Xavier Ouellette, who I believe pushed Derek Ritt and well, not maybe not purposely pushed him in there, but Gave him a little shove, and he flew into flew into Carey Price. It must have given Adam Chris Kreider vibes right
1: there. Oh, terrible flashbacks of that! You mean
2: you mean Chris Kreider PTSD?
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: if you don't know what we're talking about, uh, was it 2012 or 2013? I think it was that. 2012. Uh, Chris Kreider runs into. Carry Price injures Carry Price, and that was the end of that team.
2: Um, it was 2014. 2014. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Eastern Conference Final.
0: Oh, uh, and that would have been a battle and a half in the in the finals. Jonathan Quick, who was actually good, and um, Carry Price.
2: Hey, the Rangers belong there.
0: <laughs> okay. So sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Um, obviously, you brought it up before. Claude Julian, uh, after game one, uh, was sent to the hospital with chest pains. It wasn't COVID related. Uh, I believe he had surgery and was sent back to Montreal. And he is supposed to have a full recovery, which which is, I mean, we couldn't ask for anything better.
1: Okay, um, all the best at this moment. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and, and I think that game, too, and we'll get to it now, game two, they won it for Claude Julian. Yeah. They, they looked I, absolutely dominant.
1: I think so. You know, Carter Hart didn't really have his best game out there. Flyers weren't really kind of showing up the same way. And I don't know, like, that team kind of clicked. I think, like, Eric Engels wrote about it that, you know, they're not completely – where they want to be but everything seems to be fitting now together for this team and you know maybe they'll make I don't know if it's gonna be a finals run but Hmm. some sort of run
2: when it comes to Claude Julian I mean the end of the day the most important thing is that you pray for the guy's health because just as a person you hate to see that so um I mean it's great that it's inspired this Habs team to to really push themselves and and um you know they're already an underdog in this playoffs and now they're embracing underdog status without having now their head coach. I think that really makes them like, like that makes them a dangerous team.
0: What like when I watched game two, I I couldn't tell you what the hell happened to Philadelphia. It's like they kind of, they, they weren't able to get through Montreal Like, in terms of shots, it just felt like they were stuck.
2: I mean, it's easy to tell that, honestly, I didn't think Philly was going to win. But, like, I thought Philly was going to get murdered by the end, like, by the end of the first period when you saw that it took them 17 minutes just to muster up a shot attempt. Right. And that's when you're like, okay. This team, which has a very capable offense, and, you know, which is, like, a team that has... A good top six of Giroux, Voracek, um God, I don't know the Flyers as well. Kinecki. Travis Konechny, yeah, that, that guy, yeah, and um, a great D core that's also offensively good with like Ivan Provorov, who who looks like a hobo, but the, Jesus Christ, that beard and stuff, and um, and then Katahat Katahat, can't forget him, but like. For them to be just like you know, I I was expecting them to come in there and just like just swipe, just like wipe the towel with Montreal, wipe the floor with them, and then game two happened, and a team that doesn't score that many goal, goals just just scored five on Philly. I was like, right. what? <laughs> yeah, it, it
0: looked like a completely different team that we saw through the regular season, and even uh, honestly, I'd even say. In, in the play in series against Pittsburgh, like they just looked dominant. Like they just look, like Daniel said before, they all, it just, everything clicked. Mm-hmm. Uh, can we talk about Yasperi uh, Katkanyemi and his wonderful neck beard? <laughs> Have you seen that guy's <laughs> neck beard? It is, it's, it's Patrick Line esque. I think it looks better on Yasperi Katkanyemi than it does on Patrick Line. Okay,
2: well, Line looked, Line looked like Amish when he had a beard but i mean i like i like Yemi. i'm pumping his tires cuz adam would want me to but i mean yeah he, he, his his beard is it's it's a good trend it's a good fashion trend there
0: yeah i mean he's 19 he's put up two goals um for the season that he's had he's had such a weird season uh, adam would adam would say it was an extreme but extremely poor season regular season 4 is very cut here because of his injuries and the fact that he comes back and he's looks really good uh in the play in and in this series i mean whoever was saying he's a bust
1: can go can go uh you know do what to themselves go bust yourself yeah honestly I, I... I think so too Like you know They brought him back He's healthy now he, They're putting him in situations Where he could actually succeed Like you know Have that He's back with Joanne um, You know They're causing a lot more rushes now And I don't know It just kind of Like, uh, like we said Like the lineup now Is kind of like Kind of taking form Like they actually have An idea of like You know What is actually our top six Right Going forward
0: Is Is Max Domi The odd man Like Cause Every time I ask Adam if Max Domi can play on the wing, he keeps telling me that he doesn't want to play on the wing. So does that... Max Max Domi on the
2: wing would be better than Max Domi at center, though.
0: But it doesn't seem like... It seemed like the last game I think he did play... Ended up playing on the wing, or he... Played part time at center. I, w- I, d- I can't remember off the top of my head. Uh, I'll search up which
1: line he played on. But he was um, originally a f- the fourth line center. up yeah. Until I think last game, moving up to the third line. But he was on the wing now.
2: Yeah, yeah. I saw him on the fourth line. It was funny because he's fourth line center and then was PP one.
0: wonderful. What it, it, does that leave him as the odd man out?
1: I think like we've talked about it before. It's just kind of gauging the Canadians like what do they actually have when it comes to establishing a core moving forward, and how they kind of view Max Domi like with his contract coming up. Like what what is your trajectory of him, and what role would he actually play on this team given? I think, you know a certain cap hit. I think Max Domi is
2: one of the most valuable players on this team. Like a lot. Like he brings just so much leadership, so much. Like, he brings grit. Like, he brings his father's grit. He isn't killing people in the penalty box like his dad. But, like, he brings, like, a certain element to the table that comes from Ty Domi. He, but the only thing is he's a better scorer than him. Right. Like, he's he's an extremely skilled forward. He just – I mean, like, look, it's taken him some time. Like, he wasn't who he was supposed to be in Arizona. But then he came and he looked a lot different um, in Montreal. But this year has obviously not been the greatest year for him. I think – I think now he's just like I think for his duration in Montreal, like he's just gonna blossom, though. Like I think he's, and I love Max Domi, man. I don't like I remember when he was just bullying Andreas Janssen last year, and I was like, I don't care, man. I love Max Domi. Yeah. He's also a fashion icon. Like I, I, am sorry, I just can't get past that. Like it's just, it's a handsome dude, man. Yeah. Yeah. It, nice it, smile. <laughs> oh my god, those pearly whites. Come on. <laughs>
0: In 31 Thoughts, uh, in the blog and in the podcast, they talked about, uh, well, Friedman brought up Max Domi to Pittsburgh. Obviously, we'll get to Pittsburgh a little bit later, but that just seems like an odd, mood, odd move for both teams.
1: Yeah, because I think like with Pittsburgh, when it comes to their bottom nine on who they want to establish as their center there, I don't know, like, it's, it hasn't fit for them. Like, Jared McCann, Nick Bustad. It's just been kind of, like, just hasn't been there since, like, the Derek Broussard trade. But I don't know, like, what would they <clears throat> kind of give up for Max W or, even, you know, make that kind of room for that?
0: Well, they already gave up a first-round pick for <clears throat> next year.
2: It's, it's tough, man, like, because the Penguins, like, Jim Rutherford, he's he's trying here. Like, he's, like, he, he has, uh he, he has, he's surrounding... His core with some good players, like, like, I mean, McCann and Bukestad, yeah, it didn't work out amazing, but like, uh, bring back Connor Sheary, Connor Sheary was great. Well, he, obviously he's invisible this play-in series, but yeah, he's a great player. Jason Zucker, can't forget how how he played either in that um, in that top or, or second line. Like he, he looked great um, when he when he came to Pittsburgh. So I don't know, like I don't know what you give up. To risk to get if you were to get Max Domi, that's such an interesting scenario.
0: And, and he's also an RFA. Like, what? Again, I, and I guess we'll get to it when Adam comes back. But what the hell do you give Max Domi? And considering, like, you don't have a whole lot of cab space. Like, you have thirteen. Pittsburgh has 13 million in cap space next year. Matt Murray, Tristan Jari are both um, RFA's. Connor Sheehan, R Murray parted. R Murray, <laughs> yeah, Murray's all all but all but gone. Evan Rodriguez, Jared McCann, uh, Sam Lafferty, Dominic Simone, those guys are RFA's. Uh, and Connor is a UFA. And then we just assume Justin Schultz not, isn't coming back either. But what the hell? Like, what money do you give this guy?
1: You incentivize them to take Jack Johnson's contract. And add in, like, I don't know, Samuel Poulain.
2: God.
1: Then he has to get signed. Yeah. Yeah. But then you have to actually sign
2: him. Yeah, you have to sign him so that you can trade for him. Or vice versa. But, man, if anyone takes on the Jack Johnson trade, that cap, you should just – you're literally like, – only Peter Chiarelli is the only GM I could ever see taking that, if and he would take the full thing.
0: If you're taking Jack Johnson's contract, that guy's going on LTIR.
2: Peter Chiarelli would take Jack Johnson for, like, if, if he – whatever t- – let's say he's still Arizona. at the Oilers. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, okay, let's say he's with Arizona. He'll trade yeah. Clayton Keller for Jack Johnson. <laughs> like, we need to boost our decor. Oh, that's different And then Clayton Keller is going to go and just, like – Light it up explode (laughs) so just
0: before we move on what should we expect next game from Philadelphia and Montreal
2: I mean I don't think Montreal I don't think Philly wants to get embarrassed that's the thing here and they got embarrassed last game right so I think they're gonna come in here with a lot more fire they're gonna be like okay you know what this team has a lot more fire we have a lot more fire we gotta come back here we got to rally the troops. We got to – it was like if it wasn't even the offensive game. They just looked defeated. I didn't see as many checks being thrown. I didn't see as much pressure on the forecheck or backcheck. Um, I just – I really didn't see the same sense of urgency. It just – it looked like they were just flopped. So I really think they're going to come out there and do that. And, and understanding that Montreal is like, you know what, we're still playing for Claude, for Coach Julian. We're, um, We're a feisty group. We did this to them before. Let's do it again.
1: So I think it's gonna be a heavyweight matchup. Daniel? Uh yeah, it's gonna be a grind out game. I, I, I envision a three two win from either team, but oh. it might be four two depending oh. on the MP net. God damn. Again,
0: not bring, giving a name, not giving a team. Come on. <laughs>
1: God damn. I like I don't know, I like this tilt. It's kind of like keep it might go back and forth. It might go to seven games, maybe. I don't know.
0: Yeah. What did you guys think of Alain Vigneault's comments after the game about? That oh my he god,
2: he's being such a baby, man. Do,
0: do you think he actually means it, or do you think he? No, he he just he's trying to fire up his the, team. The yeah. Because he like, said, "Oh, we're gonna bring. I'm gonna bring this up to the players." And at that point, I'm like, "Man, you're just saying this, yeah, so that the players know."
2: That's that's the only saving grace, I think he has with those. Like, I've i loved A.V. because he was a great – I mean, he coached the Habs before. He coached the, the Rangers. And, I obviously, as a Rangers guy, I, I've loved him there. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, A.V. is just a great coach. But, I mean, when he said that, like, it took me a while to just think, okay, no, no, he's using this as a, as a as a as a tactic to fire up his team. And yeah. his team would definitely know that, too. Like, it's playoffs. There's no handouts being given here. Like, yeah, you guys are getting embarrassed, but that's your fault. Like there's yeah. no there's no handouts in playoffs. It's not like, it's the, who who ended dead last this year? Uh Detroit Red Wings. Detroit, yeah. yeah. Sorry, it's not like this is President's Trophy winning Bruins, absolutely creaming Detroit like six nothing, and then just like throwing on PP one. Right. Like it's not like that. Like in the regular season too. It's it's not like that. Like no, this is
1: playoffs, dude have some thick skin.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Daniel?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Um, I think I agree, too. Like, you know, he's just trying to fire up his team. He is clearly frustrated with how things went. You know, that that was that was really ugly, like, up until, the, like, even at the, by the time, it was, like, the mid-second we knew what the result was going to be. So, I don't know. Take it with a grain of salt and see how he's going to approach it game, game three. But, oh, game three. yeah, you know, he's respectable guy we we always we always love the guy you know jack he's Adams. a uh,
0: 2020 jack Adams. the name
1: of the game the name yeah. of the game here the the x factor in
2: what is going to push this team over montreal is shane Gost. is i'm kidding i'm sorry i'm kidding no, <laughs> no i think for Coming me back, i think this next game Fox. the x factor is carter hart yeah how does he rebound from from getting pulled in the playoffs like is he gonna is he gonna be like you know Damn it! I hate my life. Or is he going to rise to the occasion? Right.
0: Uh, okay. Let's go to the next series: Bruins and Hurricanes, who have been making headlines, or one particular player has been making headlines. Um. Obviously, we know David Pasternak's out. Uh, he inj- It looks like he was injured after Game One. Uh, did it? I th- did. He play Game Two. He did right, and. Yep. And he didn't end up playing game three. They said he was unfit to play, so we don't actually know what the injury is. I saw Bruce Cassidy say it's not long-term, which is 100% good for the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the bigger guy who's out is uh, Tuka Rask. Obviously, before what before he decided to leave, he said he made comments about uh, the hockey in the bubble, saying it doesn't feel like the playoffs without the fans. And the next day, he just – or a couple of days later, he just happens to leave the bubble, um, which, listen, it, the he left. He wanted to go spend time with his newborn child, and uh, I think he has two other kids. He does, yeah. So – I'm not like listen. I'm not. I'm not gonna trash the guy. I'm really not. I saw multiple other people trashing the guy.
2: So, oh my gosh, so um, many ridiculous people comments commenting. online. Yeah, the, the,
0: the people who are trashing Tuka Rask are the guys or the people who did not like Tuka Rask before.
2: They're the same kind of people that definitely like their favorite show is like Two Broke Girls.
0: <laughs> okay, screw
1: you guys okay. or Andrew Raycroft supporters. We don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe. thanks
0: for bringing it up
2: daniel. thanks <laughs> for, it was a great yeah, one daniel yeah, thanks <laughs> thank you daniel
0: daniel continues to bring up on this podcast the Tuca rask and andrew for andrew <laughs> trade.
2: at least never once happened.
0: once a month
2: didn't happen didn't no, happen never
0: happened um since we're still talk, we're talking about this can we talk about mike Mill? Well, what
2: I I, I, I
0: didn't bring up the Mike Milbury stuff about Jake Muzzin because I didn't want to give that that crap the time of day. But he did it again. He somehow managed to piss people off. Uh, The space, You know what? He called the CN Tower the Space Needle or whatever the hell he called it. I I think at that point, he knew what he was doing there. I think he knew he was going to piss a lot of people in Toronto off. Uh, The Jake Muzzin stuff I had issue with. Now he's doing it again with this stuff. Mike Milbury, shut up. Honestly, I don't know who listens
2: to him. I, I think he's lost a lot of credibility.
0: Like, uh, oh, for sure. I, I saw Rachel Dory tweet, um, why, do people, why do people care what he ha- has to say? And then I think I, I, I commented, and I think the answer to that question is the issue is he has a platform. It's the same issue we had with Don Cherry. This it literally goes back. The issue we have with what he says is he has a platform, and the issue Mm -hmm. with that is there's so many people who take what he says for gospel.
1: I think what he says
0: is what goes.
1: I think so. Yeah, same thing too. Like he has that platform, and you know he is no matter what he said, what he's done, even as a GM, you know he's still an old time hockey face. You know he's part of the old boys club. Yeah.
0: Is anything any do you guys have anything else to say about Mike Milbury?
2: I, I have no words for this guy, man. Honestly. Like I, I don't I don't like him. Like I, I don't like him at all. He's just he, he his his uh he just uh, like seriously first off, dude, get your cities right. How the hell are you gonna call Toronto Seattle? Screw you. But like everything from his from his management career to now is his broadcasting career his takes have just been horrible. Like I, he's, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't even know what to say about this guy, man. I, I don't like him. I'm not gonna trash him. Like he does a great job when he's not being horrible with his takes, but like, do better. Just, just do better.
0: And, and I see a lot of people uh, comparing what ha- what he does and what Jack Edwards does. And we've talked about Jack Edwards multiple. I was gonna say
2: there's, there's gotta be a comparison there.
0: I, I think there's definitely a comparison in their hot takes. Uh, in terms of Jack Edwards, listen. The thing with Jack Edwards is that he is the biggest Bruins homer I've ever seen in my life, and I think the issue with that he literally is that he he's literally makes
2: broadcast. like yeah. he he literally makes Spit and Chicklets' this rear admiral look like a, yeah. like a fake <laughs> Bruins fan, <laughs> and Rear Admiral and I, yeah. is the biggest Bruins fan in the world.
0: Yeah, and I think the issue with that is he has he's on the national broadcast. Like if Joe Bowen was doing national Leaf games, there would be a lot of crap sent his way because he's a Leafs fan, and he's a homer.
2: I mean, he's not saying "Holy yeah. Mackinac, to when like the enemy, team, like <laughs> the, the other team scores. <laughs> no. Like McDavid comes in here ends ends Riley's career. Holy Mackinac. Like, no, he's not doing that. Yeah. He's like and. What a goal by Connor McDavid! Yeah, in his mind, he's just depressed. Like, man, I love Joe Bowen. I love it when I remember when when he made the call. No, no, when um that that legendary game this year, where okay, the the better game that the Leafs played against Carolina, not the which one,
1: uh-huh. not the, the game we're gonna yeah. we're not gonna bring that other <laughs> game
2: up, Daniel. Thank you, thank you. Sorry, thank you. Sorry, Sorry. didn't happen. That happened. The game where they came back, the Christmas Eve game. Oh, okay, yeah. The Christmas Eve Eve game where they came back and scored, like, four goals. Like, I love that game. Like, even Tyson Berry scored that game. That's how good of a game it was. But, like, if you see, like, the broadcast of, of, of Joe Bowen in, in in his booth, he was just going crazy. They're, they're just high-fiving each other. They're just yeah. loving it. Like, man, like, I get being a homer, but sometimes, like, as a professional, you just – yeah. It depends. Like, yeah, he's on he's on NBCSN, so like, it's a little different. But
0: yeah, yeah, the, but uh, yeah, I I don't want to talk about Mike Milbury anymore, unless you guys have anything else to say.
2: I have a um, friend who's uh who's in uh going to his second year in sport media. Yeah. Okay. And uh, <laughs> he just he I think he lives in uh, I think he's like from Vancouver. Okay. Or sorry, he's from BC, but he he just moved back to Toronto. And he just posts a picture of the CN Tower, and he's like, "I've made it back to Seattle, Heart Eyes." God. <laughs> Hashtag Mike Milbury. Uh,
0: okay. Let's let us let us move on to the actual series. Um, how big of a loss is Tuka Rask to the Bruins? Uh
2: that's a good question. I mean, with the way he's playing, the way he played those four games, like the two games in the round, Robin, and then these two games in the series, like, honestly, like, what is it, a save percentage he had? Just didn't look his best out there. I don't think it's – I really don't think it's that enormous. But, I mean, obviously a loss is a loss. But I don't think it's as big as you'd expect because it didn't look like the Tuca that took them to the to the finals last year.
0: Yeah.
1: He, his heart wasn't in it. You can see uh,
0: it, it. it. Yeah, it looked like he didn't want to be there.
1: Uh, yeah, I kind of feel the same way, too, that uh, it's not as big as I think people think it is, like, based on how last year went. You know, Halak has... Same thing, too, like we said before. He's still on his head. He's been a consistent goalie. You know, he's been a good 1A the whole year, and, you know, he has had that playoff experience. Like, if we're going to talk about, you know, Montreal goalies making runs, we remember how he was 2010. I know that was... Ten years ago, but, you know, Halak continues to get better with age, I think. Yeah. And, I don't know, it's just, he fits the system pretty well. Yeah.
0: Can, can one of you guys explain this to me, why the hell Anders Bjork is on the first line with David Pasternak? <laughs> <laughs> Mix it up. Why don't you put Josh Archibald on the first line? That might be more effective. Mm-hmm.
1: Big Nick
2: no. on the first line. You know, to throw... The, the, the most annoying pigeon on the team, Jake DeBrusque on, on yeah. the first line.
0: Yeah. Why not? Why you got to put Anders Bjork on there? Why you got to nah. do that to him?
2: Are you are you going to name this episode just Trash Anders Bjork?
0: <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not trashing Anders Bjork. It's like, okay, you have multiple No, man, you got to put Chris
2: Wagner place. on.
0: You know what? Put Par Lindholm. He was a great
2: Leaf. Oh he my gosh. <laughs> Okay. No, Chris Wagner, who had two <laughs> of their four goals in the play it around. Put him on the first, the fourth line of first line.
0: You have multiple players. There's three off the top of my head that could fit better on that first line. Yeah, play off
2: Charlie Coyle.
0: Charlie Coyle. And if you really want to, Andre Kaja. But no, Anders Bjork. <laughs> okay.
2: Play off Chris Wagner.
0: Listen, Have the Bruins looked any better since the playing no, round? They, no, they no.
2: They've looked garbo.
0: So what's how the? Hell I don't know do they how they're winning. Lead? How do the? Hell I don't do know they how they're lead?
2: winning. They're just buying in, I guess, man. Like they got like don't get me wrong. I think I think Charlie McAvoy is one of the most overrated players. So that's just me. Okay. And but I think like it's a combination of the games that they did have pasta. And uh, and guys like David Krejci, uh, Patrice, and I'm telling you, man, playoff Charlie Coyle is a beast. Like I'm not just memeing this. I mean, playoff Charlie Coyle is a beast. Like, yeah.
0: You know where this all went wrong? Where you know who's won the only game for them in this series? Yaro. Uh, James Reimer.
2: Oh god! Oh, you, you're talking about Carolina. Yeah, oh, yeah. Carolina, sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah. Carolina.
1: I guess I should have said that.
0: Can I just say James Reimer has
1: beat the Boston Bruins? Was it first time since Game Five, Okay. 2013? okay. I'm I just saying
2: it, it took it took James Reimer. Um. Yeah. Yeah. It, it literally his next his next time beating the Bruins in a playoff game. It had to be in Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what a slap to the
1: face to us, Lee's fans. We have to remember the contributions of Jake Gardner as well.
0: Yeah, except yes. he only played a game, though. So, yeah. okay. Sorry, Jake. Guess you weren't good enough. Um, Guards. What the hell does Boston have to do next game? Like, why? I mean, they, they're winning, but it doesn't seem like they're, they're playing like they, they were in, like, the presence trophy team. Like, what the hell is missing?
1: I think there's consistency in their lines, but, you know, they're not going to fly the same way they were before. Um, when I'm, like, looking back on their lines, like, you know, they, they spread talent pretty well. I, I kind of like that Charlie Coyle's on that third line, you know, kind of anchoring it with Sean Corelli and Jack Um That fourth line, too, like, you know, could do something. Like, Chris Wagner, Parlin uh, Jochen Nordstrom, but like even like going up on the lines like that, you know, Andre has really not kind of shown it since he came to Boston. But I like that he he fits in there with, I guess, like DeBrusque's style of play, and like kind of David Krejci as that anchor as well.
2: I think a huge thing that we gotta mention too that you guys cannot forget, and I don't know how because I was I was on Bet three six five ready to surrender my rent money to this game, but I, you guys cannot forget that. The Carolina Hurricanes are not playing Are playing without Andre Svechnikov yes yes you cannot forget that you, I mean obviously hoping he's okay hoping that nobody takes the Jack Edwards call on that personally but yeah. I mean that's another big blow to Carolina <clears throat> right <clears throat> like I think that's another thing that they're I, I like I, I wonder what their lines are going to be without Andre Svechnikov I'm sure they've had their morning skate already so they can see kind of what the practice lines are but that's not good.
0: Like, no, and he's really proves himself to be an extremely important part
2: of that team. The guy was about to, tr- the guy tried to do the the Michigan move in a playoff game. Yeah.
0: That guy, he's That takes man. some
2: serious balls. I love it.
0: Uh, he, okay. Oh, I guess they haven't updated it. Never mind.
2: Was what do sure you want, I, daily face off? Yeah.
0: I thought they, yeah, updated. me too.
2: I thought they would too, but no, he's, he's still there. Yeah.
0: Uh, I mean, I think yeah they lost Andre Stevchenkov and I think that's a really huge blow to the team and I think but at the beginning of the series they got Dougie Hamilton back and I know without Dougie Hamilton they still have an incredible defensive core, uh, bringing in Brady Shea for a first round pick, but. How big of an addition is Dougie Hamilton? Like c- looking at their series against the Rangers and how they dominated without Dougie Hamilton, how big of an addition is Dougie Hamilton to this team?
2: I think it's a real big ladder system for um for for the Carolina Hurricanes. Every time they win a round, it looks like they get some form of compensation for it. So their compensation for for beating the Rangers was. We get Dougie Hamilton back. If they win this series, the likelihood is they'll get Brett Pesci back. Like, that's it's it's an incentive based game there, I think. Or right. hopefully Spechnikov is back for the series, but who knows? But like I think Dougie Hamilton, I know they won without him, but they're playing a pretty defensively not sound Rangers team when 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 Smith Brendan Smith is on your first D pairing. Right. Um, that'll tell you all. But like Dougie Hamilton, man, he had a he had a Norse he was he was running a Norse trophy candidate final final season. Yeah. If I'm if I'm saying it, like if I'm saying if he wasn't injured, if he didn't get taken out there, then I think he definitely would have challenged for that Norse trophy. Oh for sure. So I think it's a huge addition.
0: What does next game look like?
1: What about Daniel actually? Daniel, you tell oh, me. Daniel. Go, sorry. Yeah, I think yeah same thing you guys said you said Mike like I think I, I he was my early pick for the Norris Trophy this year as well thank you um, yeah I think I, I actually like that whole thing you kind of said like the compensation every round like we always keep forgetting how stacked Carolina is on their defense like you no, know, every game now but at the same time like all these guys coming back and you know mm-hmm. what we talked about with um, you know hoping all is good with him that if he can keep running this kind of team then you know this is what they've always said, I think like on overdrive, uh Jeff Bonio was like, you know, this is a contending team. This is a team we have to watch. And you know, I I personally will take them over Boston this 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 series. You think you so? I, I think I so. hope so. I think in six games. <laughs> As a Leafs fan, I hope so. But I think Nobody so. do I hope so. I I hope so. Yeah, I don't know if my motivation's from that or it's from sure like analysis right now.
0: <laughs> what does next game look like with Boston without Pasternak again, and now potentially Carolina without Svechnikov.
2: Oh, it's a pretty even blow, I think, to both teams. Well, who
0: who comes out on top? Like, because Boston's had that has that, I guess, experience in the playoffs that everyone loves talking about. But Carolina just seems like, if you look at who they have, the biggest guy there in terms of experience is Justin Williams. I mean, you could include Jake Gardner if you want, but I don't think they care about losing experience.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, I think – I don't know what Boston does from here, really. I think – I mean, first off, like you said, putting Anders Bjork on your first line. What are you doing? I don't know, man. I I still have my mind on Carolina. I like no. Carolina. I think I think the Bruins, honestly, they don't look like the same Bruins that they were before. Right. I think they're getting President's trophy cursed. Really? <laughs> I really they think knocked, that's happening.
0: Okay. They get knocked out of the first round.
2: That's embarrassing, but I think they're oh. getting cursed. Oh, I okay. think so. Yeah, okay. oh, yeah.
1: It's like 2014. Like, remember high expectations after they made that final run against the Blackhawks and lost it in two minutes. Um, <laughs> and then, <laughs> how, like, you how, know, wait, how many goals were they down? They were, they were winning by one, and then like, what was it? Like Brian Bickle tied it up, and then Dave Boland, like seconds later, scored the game winner. But yeah, like the and then next year like traded for Dave Boland. Yeah, high expectations 2014, and then they're knocked out in the first round. Yeah. You love to see it Love to see the But then again Real Leafs fans It's okay Mike It's okay <laughs> It's okay I thought we are not Talking about the Leafs yet But it's No yeah, no, no 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 <laughs> The who uh, I don't know that team
0: uh, Let's move on To the next one uh, The Blue Jackets Versus the Lightning Which has been The longest series uh, They played An extra game And a half Than everyone else we still haven't talked about game one um, where they played five overtimes. What the hell? <laughs> Another Mike Milbury hot take right here that we shouldn't have, the game shouldn't have gone to five overtimes. You know that what? Screw
2: you, Mike Milbury. It should
0: have ended in a draw. Each team gets half a win. That's it. <laughs> I'm done. Okay? After like two overtimes, I'm done with overtime. I'm not my sure. Shots Oh my god! I'll watch like, 10 Countless
1: shots though Like compared to Columbus By the end of it My god You're right
0: But like As I was watching that game I felt like they were just Throwing things on net Just to see If they'd go in Like if, if They weren't the
2: same quality Well I mean That's what happened With the goal That won it
0: Yeah It tipped off of someone And then it's it, like,
2: it just It absolutely just. I forgot who shot it But they just smoked Gabrikov Like right up top Oh, like I no regard for, yeah no no no. no. But Point's the one that scored it. It was whoever hit, whoever made the first shot, just smoked Gabrikov oh. just up high, and then it bounced, which gave it to to Point, and then Point just ripped it. Oh. And Gabrikov's just like, dude, I just got smoked by a puck. Yeah, you got <laughs> it. He scored. You got. Yeah, I felt you, terrible for that guy.
0: You gotta feel bad, not just for Gabrikov, but for that entire team, because like they played John Tortorella hockey. For How many saves Uh, I believe like 80 80? I'll I'll go check But how the hell Do you play um, How do you play John Tortorella Hockey For two and a half games That's incredible
2: I think The biggest thing there That you gotta get into is, Is Seth Jones man Yeah taken so let me put this put it this way I was working 11 to 7 that day and then I I turned on the game because we have plenty of TVs in our control room I don't care if work sees this yes we mm-hmm. we all watch sports during work we, we we're, we're focusing on our job but we we have TVs there for a reason that game <laughs> started at like 3:15 right yeah I left work at 750 and still going I got home at like eight. It was still going. I was like, what the hell is going on here, man? It's a six-hour game.
0: It looks, yeah, that that was incredible. Uh, Corpus Allo had 85 saves.
2: Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Good stuff, man. But Seth Jones, in the fifth overtime, when I saw that he played about 60-something minutes at that point, and he goes into the corner, and he's still hitting guys, and I'm like, what?
0: Yeah, that uh Seth Jones played like 63 minutes. 65 minutes and 6 seconds. Oh my
1: gosh. Zach Wawenski
0: played 61 minutes. Holy
2: crap. That So Seth Jones, I see him 65 minutes in. He's just hitting guys in the corner. I'm like, "What are you? What? How? Like, how do you have the
0: energy? It it's uh it's incredible.
2: I would have puked that, on the bench. Up. <laughs> oh, it would have been a on the bench.
0: It would have been ugly. It would have puked on the
2: ice. Sarah. Never mind that bench. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, is this
0: series Vasilevsky versus Corposalo? Like we know that Tampa Bay can score. We know that Columbus can shut down the Tampa Bay scoring if they have to. But it seems like this series has just turned into Corposalo versus Vasilevsky.
1: Yeah, it's like who's gonna blink, to be honest. Like I like the series a lot, I think compared to last year. This one's a lot more exciting. Um it's weird, like, you know, without all those stars Columbus had, like, it is more evenly matched up, I think. I know, like yeah. given the Stamco situation, but you know, Tampa's still Tampa without him. Right. Tampa yeah. still got
2: Kucherov, yeah, Edman, point. They still got some studs, whereas yeah pierre Luke Dubois, who has played great, by the way. I'm not going to knock on him, but he's not to the caliber that these other players are.
0: He's breaking he, – this is his breakout playoffs. Exactly. Right? Leon Dreisaitl had that breakout playoffs and then just absolutely murdered it the next year, right? After, yeah. The year after, Dreisaitl was a, was dominant, I guess, if, for those two rounds because, again, they can't, Edmonton don't know how to do their job properly. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah. It's his breakout playoffs. It's it's spectacular. It is spectacular that they pulled that up.
2: But to go with your question, I don't think exactly that it is a Vasilevsky versus Korpisalo game, because I think, like, yes, they're both great goaltenders, but I think it's, it's really, it's still at the end of the day, it's just a game of offense versus defense. I think if I, I think both goalies are able and capable to make those saves that they're allowed to make and plus the extra save, but I think at the end of the day it's more of can Columbus do it without completely wearing down their goalie like can like Corpusala will be able to play as long as he's not run down like if he's not absolutely gassed like if if Columbus can still like muster up some shots okay. Yeah, like I think because honestly, with the way this model works, Corpus Salos like if if they somehow beat Tampa here, if I don't see them Daniel, going for like you know I don't they? see them going further, man. Because like Corpus Salos can be so run down. As a team, they're so run down,
0: man. But they don't they have the benefit of having Elvis or Merz Lincolns? Like I know he's injured. Of course. Now. I know he's at the moment he's unfit to play. We're assuming he's injured. But if, well, eventually he's gonna come back, and they're not gonna to have to play Matisse Kivlankins Conve- or whatever their their uh, third string goalie. You,
2: you know, you guys are allowed to have more. You guys, you guys know you you don't just have to have finished goaltenders, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: what, like, what does Columbus? Because the thing we saw, we saw in the in the regular season is that Columbus really had to work to get their goals. Yeah. What? How do they do that against Tampa? Because again, this isn't like any. This is. I'm not even going to compare it to the Leafs because it's Hedman, Begogian, McDonough, and Sergachev, and Kevin Shankirk, and whoever the hell their sixth defenseman is, (laughs) Braden Colbert, like Braden Colbert. It's not like no, yeah, yeah, like it's an actual defense (laughs) core. So what the? How do? It's not Cody Cece. No, it's not Cody Cece and Tyson (laughs) Berry who don't know how to play defense. So what? What the hell do they have to do to, to get past
2: that?
1: Be smart with their shots.
2: Yeah, I think Columbus, like I said, they have. It's important for them not to get worn down because they're not on the offense as much. But at the same time, that's what they're supposed to do. They're supposed to wear down with their forecheck. Like, if they can get deep into their zone, deep into Tampa's zone, just, just throw them in the corner, man. Like, just body them. And that's going to tire them down. Like, the, when you're playing that beat-em-up style of hockey, that's what Torts is preaching here. And that's how, like, that's what you're going to do. Like, if you're getting in the corner with Ryan McDonough, if you're getting in the corner with Mikhail Sergachev, if you want to tire them out, then – that's what you're doing. Like you're playing that hard nosed hockey that we're going to lower your chances in, in, in the neutral zone and the defensives and in, in, in your offensive zone. Like we're going to neutralize your chances. We're going to make you guys tired. We're going to make you guys stressed out that this is just getting stupid. Now, like that's been their a game because they just play so hard and that's how you, how you shut down the kind of decor. Okay. How
0: about what? How about the other way around? Like, yes, Tampa Bay's like Tampa Bay has one of the best, even without Samkos, has a very good uh, offensive offensive depth. Like that third line of uh, Goudreau, Coleman, and I want to say Yanni Gord, or it's uh, it's one of Yanni Gord or Alex Kalorn, one of those two guys. Like that's that's your third line. Like, what would that be on Columbus? (laughs) Like what would, what, what line would that be on your second line in Columbus? Right. And when you're, and, and you're going to, when you're playing that, that rough and tough style that Torts likes to play, that's going to tire you out too. So how, how does the defense continue to stop?
2: You're asking the questions that are basically saying we get it, Alex, you do not think Tampa is or Tampa can lose this. I
0: don't think they they, can they, they lose shouldn't it. lose it. They yeah. shouldn't lose it, and I and I very well know they can because I go back one year ago. <laughs> history, and history they, can, has proven. Yeah, like they lost four, they lost four straight to Columbus,
2: and but that's and also I, a team that had offense.
0: Yeah, I get yeah because they had Panera and they had Duchesne. they had I guess Desingold, they had. <laughs> I they had Bob. They, yeah, they had Bobrovsky, who was an actual goalie. I don't know what, exactly what he is anymore, but <laughs> he's kind of just a stick in the net. Um, he got money in there. He's he got, chilling. Yeah. I just I, – I can see Columbus doing it, but I, I, I think the players know. I think John Cooper knows that if they do not beat Columbus again – there's a serious conversation that might oh have gosh. to be had about John Cooper. There, There's There's going to be changes. Whether people like it or not, you have to re-sign uh, Mikhail Sorgachev. You have to re-sign Anthony Sorelli. And neither of those players are going to be cheap.
2: No. Nope.
0: Like, okay, you did it last year with Braden Point. You signed him for the six-year. You signed for three years, six-whatever million dollars. You, Andre Vasilevsky is about to make nine and a half million dollars.
2: Yeah, why don't they don't have money? <laughs> like they don't have money. They figured it
0: out. They figured it out last year. Trade traded Ryan Callahan, and they didn't. They had to give up nothing. They had to give up a pick to get rid of that dead money because uh, Pierre Dorian. I don't know what the hell. he was <laughs> Yeah. Like this is the. Not the last year with their core Because their core is Hedman Stamkos, Kucherov uh, I guess if you want to include McDonough, if you want to include I'm um, Braden Point, of course but Anthony Sorelli Is Anthony Sorelli Are we considering him part of the core?
2: I, I would Yeah, I would, I, th- I mean dude He's their second line center right now And he's doing it really well Future Selke candidate I think he's definitely going to win a Selke Yeah
0: it's just how
2: long until
0: one of these guys has to go because you're, you're cap strapped. Like, you have Alex Kalorn, Yanni Gord, and Andre Pallat, who all happen to have no move or no
1: trade clauses. That sucks.
0: Yeah, I don't know why, why, why that was a good idea.
1: I think with this core too, it's just like, it's what I'm this feeling is like, you know, it's too good to fail in a way. Like, what they also did at the deadline as well, like, you know, selling those first-round picks. For like yeah. Blake Coleman, and uh, Barclay, Barclay Goudreau. Goudreau. Like, you know, that the Goudreau one I I was like kinda iffy about, but it's just, you know, they also gave what Ka- Kalen Calen Foot in this tra- in that trade, uh, for Blake Coleman. It's just they're throwing it's just dude, they're here. all in, man. It's like yeah. it's
2: it's exactly what happened with Columbus last year. Just to make the playoffs, they went all in. But the only thing is, Tampa has so much more expectations on them. Whereas Columbus I really don't think Columbus has that kind of pressure to play with, which is just makes like it that much more yeah. different
1: for him. Is like the like Roman Empire in a way. <laughs> <laughs> Too good to fail. Unbelievable.
0: Uh, what should we expect for the rest of the series? A bloodbath. Yeah. Is it? Is this a series that could go
1: seven games? I'm counting it at six. Daniel. Yeah, I feel like Columbus is going to try to go for the seven. But I feel like they're gonna run out of fumes by the sixth game, right? Like Alexander Wenberg is playing beyond what Alex Vendor, Alexander Alexander is.
0: Wasn't that guy supposed to like be bought out or something? Wasn't that the <laughs> talk? La- that, that I'm pretty sure that was the talk last summer.
1: That's why like, he's giving us those highlight reels. We have to remember him. Mm-hmm. So then we- the next TB goes to they
2: pay him, yeah, the big bucks,
0: the big bucks. What? Um, we're all we're all in agreement that. Uh, Tampa Bay should win this series?
2: Most certainly. Okay. Good. That, that's great to hear.
0: <laughs> um, last series in the East, and then we'll get to everyone's favorite series, the West. Um, Capitals versus Islanders, which just happens to be on TV now. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to tell you Isles the story anyways. It's uh, 1 1. Oh, never mind. They tied it up? Yeah, Washington just oh, scored. Good stuff. Um, on the power play is are the islanders surprising anyone or is it just me that they're surprising
1: uh not surprised to be honest me neither. It's the system
2: they have the Eggman berry trots that's what he's referred to by one of my favorite youtube channels urinating tree but yes he, he wants that rebound he wants that that revenge Sorry, I can't get over the egg man. <laughs> I, was, I was dying to what he said I can't <laughs> get over the egg. He man. made this urinating tree guy, he made a YouTube video on uh the 2018 free agency um free agency day. Yeah. And it's like um when Johnny T signed, but then he's talking about the Islanders, he's like, Don't worry. I understand the frustration of losing Tavares. But you guys made a whole uh, a whole changeup. You brought in the Eggman. <laughs> I was like, "What?"
0: I I've never heard that
2: ever. I love it. I <laughs> might
0: just start calling him that because that the sounds Eggman. hilarious. I
2: didn't make it up, man. Urinating tree on uh, YouTube.
0: Okay, but no free not.
2: ads. I'm sorry, but he's <laughs> hilarious.
0: <laughs> what the hell is going on with Washington? Because they're it's not like they're just like last game. Uh, I believe it was four two or no last game was 5 2 the game before that is was 4 2 and Braden Holby like based on his numbers does not look uh, looking good at all yeah they wish Simpson off
2: was playing Ooh. that yeah. that is a
0: tough one uh, i i mean i always i already thought Braden Holby was going right to free agency i did not think that they were going to re-sign Brayden Holby but i think this might be it
1: yeah, it hasn't shown to be that top-tier goalie. We kind of expected him to be, you know, he's had those rough patches already in the playoffs, too. I remember when Philip Grubauer started over him. Yes. Um, against Columbus. And, yeah, it just, it's just, it's, it's a sad, like, a bit of a decline here, you know. Maybe he needs a new environment. Yeah. I think Calgary, that will,
0: Calgary will
1: overpay for him. Or Buffalo. <gasps> or Buffalo. Yes. Uh, Tell yeah. himself
2: with Yosa Buffalo.
0: God, let's not let's not talk about Buffalo. We don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> let's not let's not go there. We know we know how we all feel about Buffalo. Um, there's two guys on Washington who don't have points that surprise me. Um, Jacob Varana, zero points, and he's a minus five. And I know mm, plus minus is an awful way to determine. Um, determine how good or bad a player is, but in two games, a minus five and zero points. The second guy, and Adam's gonna hate me for saying this, Ilya Kovalchuk. <laughs> I thought this he guy was supposed to be top scorer. Good. I thought he was supposed to be good. <laughs> what the hell's going on in, in Washington? They, they oh, uh, seem deflated.
2: They're in Leafland.
0: They're in Leafland. Well, yes. What's what's Leafland? The
2: players that are supposed to be doing well aren't doing well.
0: I get. I mean, you look at like John Carlson has three points. I mean, is he okay. that good defensively? No, <laughs> no, no. Is he gonna win the Norris? Yes,
2: no. probably. Maybe. But Maybe because
0: he. No. No, no. The question is, is he going to win the Norris? Not if he deserves to win the Norris.
2: That is true. If
0: if he deserves to win the Norris, that's a no. But he's going to win the Norris because he put up massive amounts of points because we forgot how to look at what an actual defenseman is. He's – like, I I just don't – it feels like Ovi has two goals. I just felt like I would have seen more of Ovi. I don't know if, if that's just me, but I feel like I haven't seen much of Ovi.
2: That guy's old and he sucks.
0: Wow. Oh, that is the, hot take. Take. that is the hottest take.
2: That is the hottest take. I'm kidding. Nothing but respect for Oveshkin. He's, he's the greatest goal scorer of all time. That is my hot take.
0: That he's the greatest goal scorer of all time? Yes. I don't think that's a hot take.
2: Okay, because I don't want those Gretzky sympathizers coming up and be like. <laughs> oh,
0: I make the argument that Gretzky is number one. I also make the argument that Ovechkin's number two. Okay, okay, Let's
2: see. Yeah, no, no, no. We're close to the same thing.
1: We're nothing, almost on the same.
2: Team. I just want to, I just want to rile everyone's feathers. I have nothing but respect for the Green Eight. He's, he's the best. My first ever hockey game I watched in person was Toronto versus Washington, and that'll yeah. tell you how it went.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was it wait, was it when Washington was when sorry, when Toronto was good or no,
2: no, no. no. Okay. Like no, what year? Just get let let just say a year and I'll end. I think it. like thirteen or fourteen. Oh. We still had Phil.
0: That one hurt. That one hurt. <laughs> that one is that was a low blow. Thirteen-fourteen. Um do you think Barry Tross is just having fun on the bench knowing he knows exactly what the hell? washington's gonna
2: do yeah man that's the biggest thing that people forget he knows like obviously he hasn't been on the team for two years but he knows that team Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, how much but i think how much has washington like in terms of style of play has they changed have they changed since barry trotz left
1: a bit more free-flowing in a way um yeah they um, haven't been packing a punch mm -hmm. as before
0: But I I think they did a really... It's funny. They did a really good job in game one pissing Tom Wilson off. Yeah. I think in the first period alone, he had nine penalty
1: minutes. Yeah, he did, actually. That's unacceptable. Oh, my gosh. For, like, one of your top line guys. He's he's on your first line.
0: He's on your first line. Imagine saying Tom Wilson's on your first line. I think that's that that's that's crazy but it just seems like uh barry trots is just having fun on the bench i haven't seen his eye twitched uh his eye twitch yet which might be a good sign
1: they finally gave him that system like type of team you know like all of these guys are kind of like dial in, dialing dialing into you know his defensive game and saying you know let's it's like a field test for him against the capitals like you know let's see with what mm-hmm. i've kind of compiled here and new york and let's put this against washington now
0: yeah the, 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 i look at washi what's happened with washington and what's happening with new york and when i look at new york it seems like everyone there's almost everyone's gotten a point and i think the guys who haven't gotten a point i'm not surprised by uh broussard because uh, we all love casey sezikis andy green i, I killed somebody Oh, i remember that. Uh, and Leo Komarov. Everyone loves Leo Komarov. And Devin Tays. I miss, I miss Komarov. I don't miss
2: Komarov now. but No, no, you don't.
0: Not For $3 million? Yeah, I missed, him, yeah, $3, I $3 I missed him when he wasn't
1: at $3 Do, million. do
0: you miss him for $3 million? I miss million? all-star
2: Leo Komarov. <laughs> yeah, when he was on that
0: first line with Mike Babcock. Uh, he... Stop it, Daniel. I yeah, know I they suck. Remember. I get it. I get it, Daniel. The team sucked. And I had to deal with it. Okay, I know. <laughs> um, the biggest difference, I f- I feel like New York's getting offense from just everywhere, and I feel like this is something I'm going to talk about in multiple other series too. But they're getting offense from everywhere, whereas Washington is really just getting offense from that top six. Mm-hmm. And I think that is that that's a huge point. Like to get, and I think again, go. Let's go back to Edmonton because I love ripping on that team. But the issue with Edmonton is they're literally getting offense from three players, and I think that's I I think that is might be happening with this team.
1: Yeah, a lot of up and down guys in that bottom six, like you know that they could be hot or they could be cold, like Carl Haglund, Ovechkin, Richard Panic. It's just guys that you know you expect to kind of. Help with that secondary offense, but they just have haven't haven't shown up.
0: Yeah. What? Well, I guess it's one-one now. I'd a- oh, they got someone upset. Um, they'd I'd ask you what's 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 next. Like, does New York does New York sweep Washington? Hot take right here.
1: Washington say one. Yes. Oh, I'll say five games.
0: I wouldn't be surprised if, it, if New York swept uh, Washington. And I think my opinion's completely changed since, since Monday because I, I thought Washington for sure had the series. Um, uh, just because you'd expect – I took what happened in the playing rounds with a grain of salt. Like Boston didn't look good. Uh, like even St. Louis didn't look great. Like there are all the teams just looked like they didn't care about the round robin
2: game. The only team in the round robin that I looked good was Vegas.
0: Yeah. And everyone else just looked meh. And I so I had to take it with a grain of salt. But I feel like multiple teams have come into the actual playoffs and continue to play like meh. Washington, Boston. Uh I'm probably like I'm probably missing a team and we'll get probably get to them eventually but I mean like you guys asked to play the round Robin games. You said, we need to play competitive games. This is your version of competitive games. You all agree to it. And now you're have, now you, now you're playing like garbage. I I don't have a whole lot of sympathy for tell how guys. you really feel. I did. I did. <laughs> I did tell them how I really feel. Okay. If you're listening to this podcast, I'm telling you how I really feel. Um, <laughs> I guess I guess we should move on to the West because you know everyone uh, really loves the West.
2: Save the best series for last. Which
0: one is that? Vegas. Good. Okay. Good. Good. That's what I was gonna do. Uh, let's start with Calgary and Dallas. Uh, Matthew. Kachuk's interesting matchup. Out. Yeah, it it is an interesting matchup. Uh, you know, you looked at well, obviously Matthew Kachuk's out, so that's a huge yeah. loss for the team. Yeah, but. In the playing series, it looked like some of their stars were coming out. Uh, Sean Monaghan and got Johnny Goudreau actually looked kinda decent. Johnny yeah. Hockey. What happened like here? Goudreau, think- one point. Monahan, no points. What's going on?
1: I think it's that low hanging fruit concept we talked about, like kind of way like they kind of feasted on the Jets that right. depleted team and then now I think you know Dallas is not perfect but you know they, they, they're they filled in a little better along their lines right so I think now this is this is like the bigger test of like you know are these guys real playoff performers is Goudreau Monahan really going to be your staple guys uh, you could kind of rely on moving forward
0: I mean based on history the answer to that would be no
2: yeah. I think this is all Kachuk's uh this is what Kachuk gets for intentionally trying to end Scheifley's career. I'm kidding, no. That that was a hockey play. If if you think that was on purpose, stop watching hockey. But no, I think the Flames dude, honestly, I had Dallas winning the series. But the Flames have looked like the better team. Like the Flames They're playing. They're playing hard and that's what you want. I mean, it's, uh, you hope Kachuk comes back because honestly, throughout the playoffs, I think he is their X Factor. Um, but when you're having guys like Johnny Gaudreau who looked a crap this year, finally putting up some totals, same with Sean Monahan, hell, even Sam Bennett, like, yeah, looks good. Like, when you have like that, like, when you have a full team effort, that's what's going to win it for you. Like, when you have like, when you have a team that it's Dallas that literally like do you have any offense on Dallas not named Tyler Sagan and Alexander Radulov? Jamie Ben is not art it, Jamie Ben is not Art Ross Jamie Ben anymore. No. who else do you have on that team? I, mean, I'd, I argue, you
0: re- I'd argue Miro He Miro Heiskanen,
2: Sean Klingberg is not being the same John Klingberg he was before right. Miro Heiskinen is literally that's it. it's those three that's the cast. Ben Bishop and Hudobin. Hudobin played over Bishop one game, didn't he? Yeah, Hudobin's played two games. That's pretty – that's pretty – like, look how much he paid for Ben Bishop. Look what Ben Bishop's expectations are. And don't get me wrong, that's no knock on Hudobin. Hudobin's a great goalie. Yeah. But he's your backup. Yeah, it just seems like one of the things that has not – My dad was pissed about that. I'm just going to say (laughs) – Shout out my dad. My dad's a big Ben Bishop fan. Yeah. My dad's like, what the fuck? <laughs> it wasn't I, like what the fuck, but my dad, my dad's enjoying these playoffs. Who isn't enjoying these playoffs?
0: I mean, I didn't enjoy the playoffs for a few
2: days, but mm. yeah. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> it took me it took me some time.
0: It took it took some time. We can yeah. love again. But uh <laughs> <laughs> No, we can't, Daniel. I can't love this team, um, Ben Bishop. It just seems like one of the things Dallas hasn't been getting is goaltending.
1: It's been like it's a surprise for them, yeah.
2: Yeah, it's surprising because you have these two goalies, and, and you have and, Ben I, Bishop, who is literally a truck. You have and, Ben Bishop. You can't see a single net, uh, a single hole in that net with Ben Bishop in there. He's like seven foot eight. Okay, well, he's like six. <laughs> or something. Yeah, I know. Bullock, he's huge.
0: And they were one of the best 1A, 1B duos this year. They were challenging for the Jennings over Boston yeah. with Yarrow and Rast. Yeah. It's, it's disappointing. Like You'd expect... Like You know what? You look at the team and... Sorry. Throughout the year, you'd make an argument that Dallas was messy, but on paper, they should be good. And it's just, again, you think, okay, it's the playoffs. Things are going to change. Like, you look – like the, Jamie Benn, Tyler Sagan, Joe Pavelski, uh, even John Klingberg. Corey Perry. Okay, Corey Perry because he's <laughs> has playoff experience. Corey
2: Perry walking out of the heritage class. Like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's, know, what this,
0: that's what this is. That's what's happening. They're walking out. To curse
2: it's, this team. Yeah. I remember Corey Perry. He he was talking in an interview. He's like, they offered me a go kart off, but I was like, no, no, no. They're not a go kart. They offered me a golf, with like the golf cart where you sit in the back and they drive yeah. you off. He's like, they offered me that, and in hindsight, after that walk of shame, I one thousand percent wish I took that golf <laughs> cart. It was so much better
0: without the golf cart. <laughs> the was, meme. It was the,
2: the memedom. meme
0: dumb. The meme I've just- never, I've never seen more memes, <laughs> hockey memes of something before, except this one. For sure. that. I don't know
1: why Perry. Corey Perry is such a good guy. I don't know why people do that to him. Daniel. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Daniel. Great guy, Mr. Corey Mr. Perry. Mr. Anaheim. Mr. Anaheim <laughs> over here. Because when you think of Corey Perry, you think of great guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because when I <laughs> Never mind. I'm not going to make a loose okay. analogy. Adam's going to get upset. Um... I hate it here. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Alex Can we talk about how good Jamie Alexiak is, though?
2: Dude, shout out
0: Jamie Alexiak man. I don't know who I was listening to. Uh, it must have been a Sportsnet thing, but someone goes, yeah, Jamie Alexi. Oh, it was Nick Kiprios. They were tied because he, he has his own Real show Real Kiprit nude. Yeah. And How he goes, good. It's so good. Uh, and he goes, yeah, he goes, Penny's brother. I'm like, who the
2: who the hell's Penny's? Brother? Do you not remember Penny Alexiak? I
0: do, but at the time he didn't say Jamie Alexiak. He that, just started with Penny's brother. I'm like, who the hell's Penny? That like, actually he's happened. the hell's her brother?
1: With um, there's like a newspaper in Pittsburgh when uh Jamie got traded to the Penguin. It just yeah. says Penny Alexiak's brother traded to the Penguins.
0: No, <laughs> yeah, <that laughs> headline, uh, the headline. Yeah, that's so oh, bad. You gotta feel bad. You gotta feel a little bad for him. Uh, but the Dylan Dubay. I guess we'd
1: go back to the uh, World Junior captain. I Dylan knew Dube. Daniel was going to say that. Yes.
0: <laughs> I sur- as soon as I searched up Dylan Dubé and it said World Juniors, I had to put him on the list because he has three goals.
1: I'm not surprised.
0: Of course you aren't, Daniel. <laughs> of course you aren't because he was a World, Juniors, uh, World Junior captain. With Canada? Yes. Of course. What the what, uh, – <laughs> Maybe Fred. Maybe he's French. I don't know. Do they have a World Junior team?
1: What?
2: I don't know. Yeah, they're like in
1: a lower division. Maybe they do. Maybe they had Peugeot one time. I don't know.
0: <laughs> uh, what should we expect for the rest of the series? Like The way Calgary's been playing, you'd expect Calgary should continue. Um, the way Dallas has been playing and the goaltending they've been getting – it wouldn't doesn't seem like it's going to look good for the Dallas stars.
1: Yeah. It's like two teams that, like you've said before, Alex, like on paper, these teams should be, you know, really good. Right. Or, you know, maybe I'm mistaken with what year I'm looking at of Jamie Ben, but you know, these are teams that they should be a lot better on based on how they, you know, kind of spent in a way how they've, added pieces through the years saying like this is our core this is our core and we're gonna you know commit to it long term um the way i cut yeah the way it's kind of been is two teams that i don't don't know how the series is going to go because you know there's just so many flaws on every side of it like you know so many people are underperforming and then you have certain guys maybe stepping up in your bottom six you know or your bottom pairings and now I'm actually really confused with what I was talking about with this point because I actually can't pick a team because whoever Oh, come ad- on. Yeah, you a To be can't honest, whoever advances, whoever oh. advances, I would be like, you know, if it's a more complete team they face, you know, for sure they're out, but I don't know. If I had to pick one, it'd probably be Calgary. Okay. If, 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 I, if I had to pick one on the spot, it'd be the Flames. Okay. Uh, okay, we're back. Tech.
0: What, um, what do you think, Mike, is going to happen with the rest of the series? with the Dallas Stars and the Calgary Flames.
2: Uh that's a good one, dude. Um that's a tough series. I think I think Calgary's gonna come away with it. I think it's gonna be like a close close fought battle. But I think it's it's Calgary's game to lose really. Right. right. I think I think with the struggles and goaltending that we were talking about, I think with uh, with the offensive struggles that they've that they have on Dallas, I don't. I just I really think like on paper they have a better team, but it's just it's not clicking, and that's going to be their downfall. And I'm, I'm, I got to give it to Calgary, who's who's been playing hard ever since the playing around. For sure. So for sure. I think I think it's I think from here it's it's Calgary's game.
0: Okay, let's move on to the next series uh, Arizona Coyotes versus the Colorado Avalanche. And the only reason Arizona is in this series is because of Darcy Kemper.
2: Yeah. I mean, Darcy Kemper is taking some abuse in that net.
0: Like, we can go back to the first game uh, Colorado had like double Arizona shots in the first two periods.
2: No Kachukin warm up by the way, since we just finished that.
0: Okay. Oh wow. Okay. Shoot. Um what, what how are Hudobin
2: playing? Really? Talbot. Oh Anton Hudobin. Oh ben Bishop. Ben Bishop is unfit to play. Jake Otinger will Jake Ottinger will be will back up Hudobin. Hudobin versus Cam Talbot. Oh. No Kachukin okay. warm up.
0: Okay, okay. That's interesting. But what the hell is there where the Arizona Coyotes doing? What's what's going on? Kessel, no points. Vorak, no points. Ekman Larson, no points. Like the guys who we said that were playing well in the playing series um against Nashville just <laughs> seem
2: to not be
1: showing just up. Just gone. <laughs> it Back seems to their like old it, habits.
2: It's like ba- yeah. Back at it again.
0: The yeah. only guy who actually looks as decent is Taylor Hall. Like, obviously, Taylor Hall and Clay Keller seem to look okay. And of course, That's we expected, it. and we expected Taylor Hall to do that because that guy needs to get paid, or else Darren Ferris is gonna have to send him to Europe. Okay, um, what what need what the hell is, do they need to do? Shoot
2: more. Stop sucking.
0: That's that would you know, that'd be a good start. I, I agree with Mike.
2: Like you need some. You're, if you're if you have these kinds of caliber stars, you need them to step up. You need your captain ekman Larson, to step up. Like I don't know what what Rick Talkett's doing there, but he's got to get these guys to wake up because otherwise, like they're digging themselves a deep hole. Darcy Kemper is going to get tired, and it's just it's not it's not sustainable. It's similar to the fact that you have. It's similar to uh, the Columbus series, but the only thing is that you actually have firepower on this team. Right. It's just it, you're not using it. So at that point, you just have an empty roster spot. He's like, you know what? In in the in the playoff round and in, in the playing round, I, I even saw Phil like like forechecking. <laughs> Like what the hell is this? Yeah, he doesn't it's not Phil Castle. Yeah, if they want to beat this team, this uh, this Colorado team that's just so complete, which I, I regained some form here. They need everybody to dig in. They need everybody to contribute. And so far, it has even Connor Garland. Connor Garland was like their best player this for the season, arguably, which is yeah. a tough soak. Because like, no knock on Connor Garland, he's not supposed to be your team's MVP.
0: Right. It's a, it's
2: very. Messy. That's like when when Chris Wagner scored two out of the four goals for Boston's round robin. You like, really, I, it yes. sounds
0: like you really like Chris Wagner. From being honest, I'm actually
2: a fan of Chris Wagner, <laughs> just from the waist played. and just because I hate Boston and I love to see them suffer. That like Chris Wagner's their best player. God. Fourth liners make a difference.
0: Hey, I mean the game that's on TV right now. Fourth line of Matt Marin, Casey Zazegas, Cal Clutterbuck. You couldn't ask for a better fourth line right there, okay? Just I'm just pointing that out there. Uh I mean, there's not but much Colorado else to say. I about, think is has yeah.
2: got this, man. It's easy.
0: Easy Colorado. I mean, it's we could we've talked about it. bit of a Colorado. mess. Yeah.
1: yeah, Arizona.
0: Other than like the simple thing for Arizona, the players who played well during the play-in series has to step up. Darcy Kemper like he was your saving grace during the season when he was not injured and he's your saving grace. Now step that it's it. If those players stepped up, it's a completely different conversation. Colorado on the other hand looks absolutely dominant. Uh, that first line, Nathan McKinnon, Gabriel Landeskog, Miko Rantanen, uh, even Gail McCarr. Like we'll talk about Quentin Hughes um, in, in, in a few minutes, but like, the, These re, guys, the real
2: pick for my, my pick. The real Calder. Calder.
0: Yeah. These guys look like they – like it just looks like a team. And their first line is dominant. Like their second line. Their second line, I think, is Kadri, uh, Donskoy, and Berkovsky, I believe. Yeah. And, like, I mean, that's not the worst second line. It's Especially not. Nazem Kadri, who, hey, let's just, I think this is a record. He hasn't been suspended yet,
2: okay? You love to see hey, it. <laughs> I
0: yes. love to see him actually playing. Which I love to see Kadri play anyway. Uh, sorry, their second line is Donskoy, Kadri, and
2: Nichushkin.
1: It's okay.
2: Nichushkin, the guy that was tossed away for. for a, re- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who has blossomed, man. He's looked really yeah. good now. Change of scenery. Ever For since sure. he didn't score in like how long
0: in in Dallas, right?
1: I'd pick. Yeah. You the stars.
2: Yeah. But Colorado's got such a deep team and obviously you got guys like Nathan McKinnon firing, but it's good though that you, that you're able to, and I was listening to, to, um to no, no offense. One of, one of my favorite podcasts. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> Listening so cool. to and Chiclets.
0: <laughs> Why are you apologizing for listening to Spitting
2: Chiclets? Because I said the, my favorite podcast.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you mean this podcast is how your favorite podcast?
2: I'm sorry, I'll that's, leave right that's now. That's definitely disappointing. We're <laughs> I'll we leave right just, now. I have. will take off. <laughs> but anyways, I was listening to Chiclets. Yeah. And Paul Bizanet, who played in the NHL. I don't know if you know who that is, but he I played in the he played in the NHL here and there, and he yeah. made he he said it well um i don't know if they're still sticking with this i, I, I think they're actually not right now but it works for the first little bit what they did now that they when they made that trade for that that trade then everyone's like what the hell for vlad nemestikov in in at the deadline yeah what they've been doing is they've been playing nemestikov on that first line with McKinnon and rantanen and then you shift landis kog down and play him with with kadri and nichushkin and that just separates, like it 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 helps to separate and and spread a, spread around that offense. And it, it like, dude, like that's genius. Like, I mean, I'm not saying a is like a frigging stud yeah. that's gonna score 40 goals a year or anything. No, but I mean, it's just a smart move because you know teams are expecting that top line and they're gonna isolate that top line. But if you could spread around that line, even if it's Landis Kog, who I'm not gonna say he's like the third or like he's like lower than McKinnon and Rantanen but like I don't think he like he's older he isn't the caliber of McKinnon most certainly
0: He's their third best he's a third best Exactly
2: yeah line. but I'm not saying like he's old, like he's weighing them down or anything no. but if you spread that offense and you're putting him with Kadri and Kucherov that's honestly like I love that move I think it's great especially um when you're playing against a team that well, not defensively sound, but a team that's got a wall like Darcy Kemper.
0: Right. Uh, I, I have Daily face off up. Of, I don't think.
2: Yeah, I know. I have it on right now, but they had, the had it on lineup. before. So I guess there's, I guess they're switching it out because, yeah, Nemestikov isn't even in the lineup, which yeah. I think is a grave sin.
0: Yeah, I, I really like that Nemestikov uh, pickup. I never understood why they paid a fourth in a
2: pit prospect. Man, I don't I mean, even get why the Rangers I, got rid of him.
0: Yeah. Like I don't know why was like Ottawa. A cap?
2: I think it was a cap. It was. I cap think it was yeah, right it was a bank. cap solution. I never
0: understand why Ottawa made a move like that and then got nothing back, nothing of significance. Oh, Still
1: Dylan DeMello, too.
0: Yeah, I guess. But either way, I think it was a great pickup. Like I mean, they couldn't get Taylor Hall. Uh, I Chris Kreider was obviously wasn't wasn't an option. I ended time. up resigning. Yeah, and I think Vlad Nemestikov. I don't. I, I really like that. It was a depth move low key and pick, it was perfect. yeah. Perfect, and, and it was a fourth round pick, and that's it. And really, with when it comes to Colorado, it's probably be closer to a fifth round pick than anything.
2: But not even that too. But like if you watch their decor, their decor has looked really good. Like, not, and I'm not saying like they're putting up a zillion points, but you know, it's it's like it's not good for Arizona when players like Eric Johnson and Nikita Zadorov look like puck moving defensemen against your team. And no knock on them because Nikita Zadorov has delivered some great highlight reel hits that I love yeah. watching, but he's not a puck moving two way defenseman. No, and to see him do that against Arizona, Arizona's got to if they want if they want any chance in hell at even winning a game, another game, then
1: you gotta you gotta you gotta limit that. <laughs> yeah, that, you know, like, that's... good point that you guys brought up. with... When it came to like you know they have that versatility in their lineup to kind of you know spread that talent and you know that rock solid defense like I'm a big Sam Gerard fan. And, I love Sam Gerard. Yeah, man. He's great. To like have that team against the Coyotes who you know like not only on the ice you know there's been a lot of inconsistencies but you know you know the whole management thing must still be on their mind like you know to be that team we've on had a spot, lot like, to like deal that, with yeah it's just a battle of I guess not just things on the ice which has been the product of it but like also you know your stability everywhere else
0: yeah do Colorado win the next two games
2: I think so I think Colorado is winning the next two games I think if they don't then they'll win the the third game because Darcy Kemper is just going to be so run down but if anything this is colorado's game to to lose if if everything blows up in their face really
1: yeah uh for sure daniel yeah i think colorado's got this um i think with darcy Kemper, he's gonna get you know drilled with shots but like it's gonna be a war of attrition for him he's eventually gonna kind of succumb to that to the lack of support
0: i had so much hope for arizona like, oh, they looked. They looked like they were. We're gonna give Colorado a run for their money based on how they played in the first.
2: And then first, what happened in series?
0: And then Phil Castle didn't show up.
2: No one Oliver, showed up.
0: Oliver Ackman Larson didn't. Show and man, up.
2: like you got. You got to give credit to to Philip Grubauer. He's looked good,
0: for sure. Uh, did Pavel Fransouz play one game?
2: I don't know. I I will check. I haven't been able to watch much of this series because I've been working my bag off, but uh no he played second he played the last game. He played the
0: he played, he played game two,
2: sorry, he played game two. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, he played he he, yeah, injury. he played yeah.
0: Okay. Uh let's go. Second last series in the West. Saint Louis in Vancouver, and I have it here that Tyler Myers is not gonna play in the third game.
2: Giraffe himself.
0: Uh, it's a shoulder injury. Um he is out for game three. Quick turnaround to game four, so probably won't play then either. Do you know who's going to be replacing Tyler Myers?
2: Oh, you Ulevy?
0: Habs legend Jordy Ben.
2: Um, no way. Yeah. I thought it was going to be Ulevy. I'm like, What? Yeah, no. I
0: was
1: thinking that too, because I remember he was taking a bit of well, a well he's warm-ups. a
0: possible replacement. Yeah. It says, you let me play,
1: didn't he? Or am it, I losing my mind?
0: Um I can double check that. It all it says here is uh Travis Green spoke well of possible replacement Jordy Ben yesterday, but he was away for birth of child and missed camp.
2: I can see Ben and Fantenberg playing on that bottom pairing.
1: That's what's Oof. on yeah daily face off right now. It's Fadenberg and Jordy Ben.
0: Oof. That is a tough one.
2: <laughs> okay, Yeah, but it's Tyler Myers, man. Like the guys. I
0: guess. I guess but, but it's just I, there. there's Tyler Myers and then there's Jordy Ben.
2: I know when we got into the series, when we were talking, when we said we were getting into the West, I said that, thank, uh, that uh, Vegas and Chicago is the most exciting series. But I think this one is, too. I think this series is really, really exciting, too, how it's gone. Especially, like, I hate Vancouver. But, like, yeah. you got to give credit to Bo Horvat, even though I've just been shooting him down all year. And then the guy proceeds to undress. uh, Like, just undress St. Louis in two games. I
0: mean, the guy, there's guys who have shown up. There's a guy who showed up who I didn't think was going to show up. And Tanner Pearson. You're right. Three points in two games. Is back. Holy, and th- that's a guy who I'd argue that I think there might be a new market for Tanner Pearson, considering the struggles they're about the Vancouver Canucks are about to enter in terms of uh, cap.
2: Yeah. I yeah. No. Man. He's gonna. He might be. I think he's gonna be a. Uh, a casualty of that.
0: Which sucks, but you know. <laughs> at least he found it, found it again like you know he struggled the i think the last bit in LA he did he struggled in Pittsburgh for sure and now at least he found himself in Vancouver
2: which sucks then now you guys are not going to have him
0: <laughs> yeah but i think a big guy and a big guy who Who's really Who's really shown up the entire playoffs is Quinn Hughes.
2: Who, oh yeah, who yeah.
0: should be Calder the Calder? As
2: my Calder vote, I think I've been convinced my of it. Vote. Yes,
0: <laughs> uh, Daniel and I have said we have been convinced that Quinn Hughes should be the Calder winner.
2: I think so too.
0: Oh. It's It's looked they've looked really good. I think he plays with.
2: Sorry, no Kubali dessert. Kidding. Stop Sorry. It. Stop. No. Not. No. Not. Allison, stop. Up.
0: I'm done with your jokes, Mike. I'm done. <laughs> uh, Screw you, Mike. <laughs> I mean, Quinn Hughes and Chris Tanev are playing together. You know, future leave Chris Tanev. Uh
2: Shut um, up.
0: Brock. Right Niel- side. Brock O'Neillson in a second. What? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just. Up. Remember? Do you remember when they offered Troy Stetcher for Tyson Berry?
2: I do remember that. Do you? Uh, Would you've taken that?
0: In hindsight, I think. Oh, so. Oh yeah. yeah. In hindsight, I I think I might have. But so, I don't want to think about it. Um, <laughs> I can't. I can't do this. But I, I think Vancouver. Like I think. Adam, Adam does not like does not like Vancouver um, at all. Uh, I, I really think with the he did not like the Tyler Toffoli edition. I really like the Tyler Toffoli edition.
2: It, it's worked
1: wonders,
0: and it sucks that he's not playing right now. I think yeah. he's
1: injured. Yeah, um, but well, Erickson's has, in the top six again. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> that's, it's,
0: it's stressing me out. I'm not yeah. even a. I'm not even a Canucks fan. Louis Erickson in the top six, with Tyler Toffoli in the top six. I really think that's a that's a pretty good, damn good top six. Miller, Pedersen, Besser. Besser hasn't even taken a shot.
1: Speaking that's really out, bad. I didn't even. Know surprisingly, that surprisingly
0: hasn't taken a single shot, but has four assists.
2: Yeah, it doesn't matter because he's getting traded.
0: Oh, start, yeah, Tyler get for, money. For, yeah, for a bag of pucks.
2: They're Tyler to Foley money. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I read that report. I'm like, why the hell would they trade Brock Besser? Are you stupid? Are you dumb? I, just,
0: I, I don't know who came up with the idea. I don't. And then uh, the
2: Steve Simmons of, of Vancouver. <laughs> Stop, Stop <laughs> Steve Simmons. We're
0: not bringing up Steve Simmons on this podcast. I've had enough. I've had enough. <laughs> what happened? Let, let's we we know obviously Markstrom. We, we that guy's on point still. They better goddamn sign him.
2: Hey what do you guys think Quinn Hughes was saying to Tyler Bozak? There.
0: Probably called him a scrub and a, a few expletive words.
1: He loved this game in Toronto, I think. Stop a... it! Stop it! Yeah. <laughs> We all love Tyler Bozak. And and I Bozak. do love
0: Tyler Bozak. I was very happy when he won the cup. Yeah,
2: with, because oh, a, okay. a, a, new, a new Leaf has to win with the team they, they go to after they, so, they're done with the Leaves,
0: And that's why Carolina is winning this year. For Jake. And James. And Reimer. And James.
1: Okay. <laughs> uh, and that, that draft pick. <laughs> Sorry.
0: <laughs> what, dra- what draft pick? And the, 13th the one overall that we pick. gave them. <laughs> The one that we, did
1: I met. No, the, the Leafs something? pick this year Remember We lost our, Yeah, yeah our, I remember,
0: I remember I remember. <laughs> thank you, thanks Lou Thank you, Lou, okay Let's just put that out there You Kyle Dubis haters out there um, so, We know Va- why Vancouver's good What the hell's going on with St. Louis? Is Jordan Bennington Was Jordan Bennington a fraud? What?
2: Hot take? Hey, don't no, 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 that, That's just a stupid take. That's not even a hot take. That's just not right. What's wrong? <laughs> Give your head a shake, Alex. No, I love Jordan Bennington
0: from Richmond yeah. Hill, Ontario. Ugh.
2: Hey, don't what? talk
0: about Richmond Hill like that. I heard <laughs> that scoff.
2: But, the suburbs um, are cool. Yeah, I'm from Etobicoke, Okay, so like, yeah. <laughs> okay, but,
0: tell me what's wrong with St.
2: Louis. if It's not Jordan Bennington, dude. They just look like 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 just garbage. Like I don't really know how to put it. Like they don't look they they don't look like the cup the cup final like the cup winning team they were last year. Right. They're not the same drive. I think like they don't. No one's,
1: no one's really kind of like performing. I Two I one. Mean, no one's stepping they, up. Yeah.
0: Tarasenko zero points. Pareko zero points. Falk. Zero points. Bozak, zero points. Shen, one point. O'Reilly,
2: one point. And, and, and hear this. Blues coach Craig Berube was non committal when asked if he would start Jake Allen tonight. There's a possibility that Bennington's not even playing tonight. Wow. That's something I'll discuss with the coaching staff. That's as far as I'm going to take
1: it. So well, we can't game. lose here though. They're both former World Junior goalies for Canada. Oh my gosh. You it's <laughs> Daniel and the Anaheim Ducks and the
0: Canadian world junior team. That's <laughs> I love he,
2: it, but like, oh my god. <laughs> well,
0: I mean future leaf like, Alex Petrangelo has three. Oh, points. I just want to no, point that
2: no, out. Not happening, man. But like I mean, if you look at it though, you can understand why yeah. Bennington's allowed nine goals on forty seven shots in two games. That's He's 0 and four with a 4 7 goals against, mm-hmm. and in this playoffs, a point point eight six two save percentage. Yeah, that's right. not gonna cut it. That's not good. That's not who he was last year when he single handedly well, not single handedly, but when he dragged this team from 31 to one. Yeah, it's not. Jaden Schwartz has looked really good. David Perron has looked really good. Hell, even Sammy Blaze has looked really good. But he has not looked as good as Quinn Hughes, as their captain, Bo Horvat, who, like I said, oh my God, who just ended careers with that, that oh like with that coast to coast shorthanded goal there. Like, come on, how are you? But like, all in all. St. Louis, Vancouver is just that much more bought in, which I hate because I hate Vancouver. <laughs> but like, And like I said, Mar- and like you said, Marstrom hasn't missed a beat, man. Marstrom has looked good. Marstrom has looked really good. Pedersen has looked good. Like, there's just – everything is going well. well. Everything is going completely south with St. Louis.
0: I thought this was a team that could potentially repeat.
1: Me but, too. But, yeah.
0: again – once this series started against Vancouver it, it, they changed my mind and again they can change my mind again by winning the next four games
1: because like the other thing I kind of felt was like you know they don't have that Stanley Cup hangover in a way like they had that long break in between you know they, the guys get healthy get refreshed they can come yeah. in and you know bring everything to it
0: but even during the regular season they didn't have it didn't feel like they were they had that Stanley Cup hangover yeah, it just felt like they came back and were still the St. Louis Blues, and then four and a half months of a break and a mini training camp, and they just haven't looked the, like the same St. Louis Blues. Like the like you guys said, it doesn't look like they they were committed to doing going oh. for the back to back.
2: For sure, they don't. It just it doesn't look like the effort levels there. Unfortunately, they don't
0: look as committed as the Toronto Raptors do of winning back to back titles. Okay, hell yeah, I said it here.
2: Hell yeah, brother, let's go.
0: I said it here first, back to back, for all those ESPN mumbo jumbos who said that they won't even make the playoffs.
2: Leave us alone my, up in Canada. On my, on my podcast, my uh, my co-host John is yeah. from North Carolina. But he's he's here, obviously, and he's like uh, At the start of the year, he's like, yeah, there's no way The Raptors are making the playoffs And I'm like, yeah, screw you, man Now look what happened Raptors Finals Raptors Uh, Lakers Finals, Raptors win uh, it And then still sign Giannis, let's go
0: (laughs) Adam said that if the Raptors sign Giannis And to um, He will join the bandwagon What do you mean?
2: He's not a Raptors fan already? No No Screw you, Adam. I miss you. Come
1: back. Yeah, did cross that bridge yet, of French Canada.
2: <laughs> yeah, yo, man, I live across the street from French. Can- I can see Gatineau from my window. Yeah, like I can see Gatineau Park, whatever it is, like right there. Like, I, I get like it, it's a little bit. It's like a fifteen minute drive from here. So, if Adam, if Adam wants to hang out in French Canada, Gatineau's the way to go. <laughs> Adam, if you're hearing this.
1: Meet in
2: Gatineau. I'll meet you in Gatineau. Oh, and Gatineau. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess that's all I got to say for that bloody series. Blues are on thin ice. Let's go. Yeah, let's Daniel, go, Blues. Though, man, I I have my my Single jersey that I wore to the Cup final in, in my in my closet there. Roll roll Blues, but I please don't lose to the Canucks. Please, I hate the Canucks.
0: Daniel, anything else to say before we move on to the
1: last? It's fun, it's kind of like at first Everyone kind of saw it as a David Goliath Kind of thing, but no Vancouver's kind of proving that you know They belong here Uh, But I think the Blues are going to make a run again They're not going to go down in 4 or Mm 5 It's going to be a fun series It's going to go to at least 6 That will be an interesting series Mm -hmm. for sure Let's get to the
2: last
0: Series The most exciting series Vegas versus Chicago. And I love
2: Vegas. Vegas so much,
1: man.
0: Vegas I love is three nothing. They won two one uh, last night.
1: What is going on? They won back my heart by starting marc Andre Fleury.
2: <laughs> you know what? I have some coworkers that say that too. Like I have some coworkers that are like, yeah, we're boycotting Vegas now. But I like, I I don't know. Like I'm not a huge. Like I don't, I don't know. Like I like Flurry and I like Leonard, but I mean, it's not like a huge, huge thing to me if Flurry not playing, even though like he probably should have been. But I like Leonard exacting his revenge on the Blackhawks.
0: Yeah, like Leonard started game one and two, and Flurry started last night. Now I think a big when Leonard started game one, it seemed like there was a conversation of like, oh man, what does this mean for marc Andre Flurry? Like, should we take something from the fact that Leonard's starting over Flurry? Is this their, is this the future they want to go to? I don't necessarily think that's going to be the case. I think you signed Flurry for $7 million for the next three years. Uh, number one, like, you, you're going to trade Mark andre Flurry? Is that really what you're going to do? Probably not. It just
2: feels so bad for Robin Leonard, man. Yeah. Because the going guy's. Back and forth. No, but it's not even that. It's just, like, he can't sign extension anywhere he goes. Like, yeah, it's great that he can get a good contract, like, to go somewhere, but then he doesn't get to stay there. And I feel like, you know, every team you every anytime you go somewhere as a I remember these guys are people at the end of the day. And yeah you make relationships. You you make you forge friendships with all these players. Like Leonard does not look out of place with his friend. I mean granted it's it's Las Vegas, Nevada holy, holy hell I'd love to play there. But yeah like he's got like It sucks that at the end of the season you gotta pack it all up and be like, "Hey guys, they don't have money for me anymore, so I'm gonna go, I'm I'm gonna move." But like, thanks for being my close, close friends. Love you guys. Like that sucks, man. And you know that's what you like. You know what's gonna happen with this next contract? This next contract, Robin Leonard is gonna get that extension he deserves because he's just been going on on year to year contracts. But this is his time now. Like he, he 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 wants. An extension. He deserves an extension. I'm a big Leonard fan. I mean, I know I didn't say I was a huge fan of these guys before, but like the more I read up on Leonard's story, the more I follow him as a as a goalie with how 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 he's progressed, how he's come back from some pretty dark some pretty dark lows. Yeah. Um, you just feel for the guy, and I want him to finally sign that extension. I, I wish it could be Vegas so much because it, it seems like he he's carved out something really good, and they have a great team there. But unfortunately, you know. You just you can't get rid of Mark Andre like that. You sign him; he's the face of your franchise since you guys created this team, and it's just like you can't you can't get rid of him. Mark Andre, like Robin Leonard's not the one in 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 the Apple commercial with with Mark Stone. <laughs> <Yeah>. it's blurry. <laughs> it's blurry.
0: And, and it seems like th- everything is going right for Vegas. It literally just seems like they're getting <laughs> points from everyone ex- you'd expect. To get points, really, I'm a huge one Shea
2: Theodore fan. If I'm getting yeah. a Vegas jersey, I'm getting a Shea Theodore jersey.
0: Shea Theodore, yeah, Shea Theodore with one point, three games. I mean, and that guy, he just got an extension at the beginning of the year, did he not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, or last year, seven years. God, I had a bargain. Shea Theodore. Um, but Max Pacioretty the only guy with zero points, and I believe he's now injured or unfit. He's to unfit. He's NFL. unfit. He's injured. He's injured because they have zero positive tests in the, in the NHL bubble. He's um, looking
2: like, I don't know, like Vegas is a heavy favorite for tonight, I'll say. I'm looking at, I'm looking at the betting lines.
0: Are they, oh, they play tonight back-to-back. I wouldn't be surprised if they did it. I wouldn't be surprised if they finished. The Which season.
2: sucks because I put I put in my pick and pool. I had them at uh, I had the series four four one, but I'll take the sweep for Vegas' sake. I just love watching them and and you know what Kevin Weeks put it really well in his perspective. They look like a more complete, hungry, and poised team than they were in that Cup final team.
0: Yeah, the difference between this team and the Chicago Blackhawks is that the Las Vegas Golden Knights, have depth, have th- three lines. If you want, you could even argue four lines.
2: Oh, man, don't sleep on William Carrier in their fourth line, man. He's, he's looked like a stud.
0: <laughs> that can, <laughs> that will go out there. Like, I, it's it says terrible, here, it's, it says Paul Statsny's day-to-day. Did he not play last night?
2: I uh, don't know. I didn't oh. get to watch that game last night cuz I was yeah. dealing with internet troubles. Either just, way,
0: um, like they just it just keeps coming at you. Uh, you're obviously first line. No, night, it, doesn't, Patrick,
2: it looks like Paul Stastny did not play yesterday.
0: Okay. So, I mean right now they have Chandler Stevenson. I guess that's what they played I love with last night. Oh that guy as well. Uh, as their first line, Patriaretti, <laughs> Stevenson, Stone. That's your that's your first line. Marciusso, Mar- 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 Carlson, and Smith as your second line. Uh, Nick Cousins, Nicholas Raw, and Alex Tuck as your third line. And Will Will Carrier, Patrick Brown. Do you know? I don't. Do you know Patrick Brown?
2: I don't know Patrick Brown, but. He's, I guess, part of their standard roster. I knew I know about about as much about Patrick Brown that I know as much as I know about Zach Whitecloud when I saw him playing out there. But
0: okay. <laughs> so not a whole lot.
2: No, and no, to... and as and as an ex Ranger, I, I can't stand watching Nick Holden play. But yeah,
0: do? and uh, Ryan Reeves to finish off that free ball. So it literally they just keep coming at you mm-hmm. over and over and over and over again. Yeah. And, again, like you said, their defense like isn't awful. Braden McNabb, Nate Schmidt, Alec Martinez, who they brought in at the deadline, and Shea Theodore, who we just talked about. Nick that's Holden solid. and Zach Whiteclough. Yeah, I think that's the perfect word to describe him. Describe this team solid.
1: Like, there's depth everywhere you go. They've been able to balance everything. Um, I love Alex Tuck, by the way. Like, his style... Which World uh, Junior team did he play for? Oh, well, actually, he did play in the World Juniors, but it was for played the United for America. States. He's American, yeah.
2: man. <laughs> He's a university boy. Yeah, he played his, – his, his brother plays for the
1: NTDP. Yeah. His brother might be better
2: than him, but
1: – but uh, <laughs> Yeah, I like, I like I love his game. Um, he really does complement this lineup a lot, especially on the right side. And, and then you look at Chicago. I like their lineup. Like – I, I'm sorry. I just—it's just a lot it's of not inexperience not there. It's not yeah. as
0: that. De- like you look at that fourth line. Let's start with the fourth line: Matthew Highmore, Ryan Carpenter, David Camp.
1: Ooh. What? I mean, Matthew Highmore yeah. had a pretty had a pretty okay. nice goal against Mike Smith.
0: I mean, right now it has their third line as DeBrinkat, Stroman, Nealander. But I'm pretty That's just sure just a lot of
1: inexperienced. A better Nealander. I'm
2: kidding, I'm kidding. kidding. (laughs) Alex is like, man, I'm never inviting this guy in the pod again. (laughs) No, 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 you can come back on.
0: Um, Second line is Kajula, Doc, and Kane. It just feels like there's guys all over the place. Yeah, it's not really anything. When did
1: Drake
0: Drake Kajula become a top six player?
1: I think like, I don't know, it's just they want Kane to do his own thing. Like let the Brinkette do his own thing as well on his own line.
0: And then Brandon saw Jonathan Taze, and Calder winner Dominic Kubelik, Obviously,
2: <laughs>
1: hell yeah, brother! <laughs> <sighs> I mean, like looking at this lineup, I think it's good, but it's just yeah, no, a lot of young guys. A defense. lot of young guys that you know they need. They're, they're misplaced on where they are. I'm
0: sorry, like yeah, you know, I think they have a decent offense because they have the combination of older guys in Taze, Kane, and Sod and young guys in Doc, Strom Stroman, Nylander. But experience
2: but I, isn't everything, man.
0: No, I know. I, I'm just... I cannot get over their defense.
1: Yeah, like, I like Boquist with Keith. like Matta like, and, and Slater that, Cuckoo. Yeah. After that, it's, just, His it's last, pretty His last
0: name is literally Cuckoo. I go Cuckoo <sighs> over this team.
2: If only they traded for Colin DeMello instead. <laughs>
0: And Calvin DeHaan and Connor Murphy.
2: Connor Murphy, I love Connor Murphy. Even though he's not that great, but <laughs> solid right hand shot guy. Oh, oh yeah, I
0: can't get over the defense. That's that's where it ends. And yeah, you know what? I, I Corey Crawford, great in net. That's about it.
2: He's he's looked really good for a guy that's had a lot of struggles yeah. throughout the yeah. last few years with this body. So sure. I will sh- I will shout out shout out Mr. Crow, he's keeping that team together. Yeah, I
0: just
1: can't get over the defense. That's it. No, so we're, I, not, I, we're I, not seeing Malcolm Subban in this series. No. Oh God, no. <laughs> okay,
0: no, 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 no. no. Who? Ah, oh, never mind. I give up. I I was gonna ask if he played for a World Junior
1: team, but. Malcolm Subban. Yeah, he did, but he was very good. <laughs> Two thousand thirteen. When Ryan Jim Hopkins was the captain. Thank you, Daniel. No <laughs> <Bravo>. problem. Uh, <laughs> I have these tidbits all day.
2: <laughs> okay,
0: um, who's taking the series? I think we can all agree, Vegas,
2: Chicago. Chicago's Sorry. making a run now. <laughs> Chicago's coming back. They're gonna, they're gonna pull it off.
0: I don't know anyone else who said who says that. You know what, Mike? I'm done. I'm done. Screw you Mike I'm done uh, so, so since we're done the best Should we get to the non-playoff tidbits?
2: Uh, I guess Okay
0: uh, We're going to save the two The two for the last I, I can't speak English at this point The two best for the last Okay Even though that's not a saying I made it a saying um, The Penguins have decided to keep Mike Sullivan and have opted not to resign. Assistants: Jack Martin, Mark Reki, and, and
2: Sergey Gonchar. D-
0: Daniel, did those last two ever play for the World Juniors? I want to see how well, far Mark
1: I wanna, like back. I want to see day. how like far the, back this history. Like goes. in the '80s, like Mark Reki. I want to see how <laughs> far Ganchar back. Gonchar for his like, I don't know, like a unified team for or like the USSR. I don't know.
2: <laughs> Sergey Gonchar was was not, in fact, a world junior
0: player. Oh, okay. Do
2: you think No 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 he, no he's played he's played in the Olympics though. I guess it's decent. Is that yeah. good? Is it's that not good?
0: it's not as good as the world junior. <laughs> guy, okay. We value- Oh no no no
2: I lied. I lied. Oh. Nineteen ninety three baby. There we go.
0: There <laughs> we go. I knew it. Um <laughs> what what the hell is is going on? Like do you think they're what, you're getting rid of all three assistants.
2: Yeah, Jim Rutherford's trying to cover his ass. That's why. Doesn't that seem a little bit sketchy? Trying to cut where he can.
0: I like the way Steve Dingle put it. It's like you need <laughs> to buy buy new shoes, but you just or you need to get rid of, sh- of your shoes, but. You just get rid of the laces Or something like
2: that Is that what he said <laughs> What
0: I don't know It was I know it was about Shoes and laces I don't know If it was getting rid Or buying You're gonna quote
2: shoes. it At least quote it correctly I'm
0: sorry I'm sorry I just remembered the quote um, What? What What's going on Like why Why Why
2: Why Do not forget That this is the same team That got swept last year By the Islanders In the first round So the reckoning is at hand like that's You're, it.
0: But you bring back Connor Sheary, which is already sketchy enough considering that was kind of weird. The way Chicago brought like the back old boys are coming back.
2: It. Yeah. So bring, bring the
0: band back. back together. Yeah. And you bring in Jason Zucker and Paddy Marlowe, right? What? And you still play like this? <laughs> and you still play like this? No, that's not allowed. I don't think Jim Rutherford. I think the issue is Jim Rutherford cannot survive a retool.
1: No, no, he cannot. He's he keeps doing I, these like moves guess, here and there. Yeah.
0: I don't know how Mark Vergeben has survived a rebuild or a retool, but he has. But I'm convinced Jim Rutherford cannot survive Jim this retool.
1: Rutherford's like you know in GM mode in, in like when you're playing NHL and yeah. like you just you just keep playing, but you want to just keep changing your team because you just you just antsy.
2: <laughs> he this is also the same man that signed Jack Johnson.
0: Speaking yeah. of, have you heard him <laughs> praise Jack Johnson?
2: Oh my god, I can't.
0: The I don't like
1: numbers th- don't lie.
0: You go out and praise Jack Johnson and then crap on Justin Schultz and blame it on Justin Schultz as if he's the reason that pairing sucked.
2: I love Justin Schultz, man. That guy was instrumental to their two cups. So if they ever knock him, I will be upset. But like,
0: yeah, I don't think they're going to re sign him.
2: Like no, they just, which it sucks. Doesn't make,
0: it doesn't make sense for because the. Because you
2: lost all your money when you friggin' signed Justin Schultz. Come on. Jack
0: Johnson. <laughs> Jack Johnson. Jack Johnson.
2: I'm so dumb. I'm worthless. But yeah, Jack Johnson. Like when they sign it, how, how much is this contract again? How many millions for like. 3.25. Like,
1: Jesus yeah.
2: Christ. For that guy that. Oh my god
1: I mean like Same case too Like Brandon Tanev Like for what he does I love his game But like 3.5 On that fourth line
2: For six years Yes Six years Brandon Tanev Has looked a lot better Than Jack Johnson Even though he's not Worth that much money
0: God Let's see When Jack Jack Johnson's Deal ends Let's
2: see when Jim Rutherford Is fired Uh,
0: He he has three more years He has three more years Oh
2: dear God!
0: Jack Johnson has three more years. I must rip in my mouth. What the Thank hell? Thank God you're
2: not a Pens fan.
0: Oh, listen, I have it bad enough, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I have it bad enough. I don't, <laughs> I don't need the added pressure of being the of being a Pens fan. But what does this team do? Like I, it, you still have Crosby and Malkin. You still have Latang. Like that's your, those are your guys. Plus Jake Gensel. You bring in Jason Zucker, who still has years on his contract. Like, the moves you made this year were supposed to help you make a run in the playoffs. The moves you made this year were supposed to help for the future, and it feels like they didn't do that at all.
2: No. At the same time, though, they just, that wasn't even on, like, the, they acquired good players. The, yeah. They just, as a team, they just didn't look good, man. Like, they didn't look like they were all there. They didn't look like a team that even wanted to be back for any kind of postseason. So they're just like, eliminate me now. Right. Even though they lost the halves, just pathetic. No offense at Adam. I'm sure you'll see this and be like, "Ah, I hate you, Mike. (laughs) Daniel?
1: Yeah, like, I kind of agree. we like, we've talked about it before, where, you know, they had everyone back from injuries that, you know, like, except like Nick Bustad, but it's – you know, they had the guys around Crosby and Malkin that, you know, they should have performed, you know, they had those complimentary wingers that they had that chemistry all season long, you know, when they got Jason Zucker, it just worked out for them already. And for them to kind of like fall flat on their effort like that, it just, you know, it's inexcusable. Right.
0: Uh, And another team who might be making some changes soon the Nashville Predators and David Boyle, their general manager, seems like he made it clear that they're going to be making some changes. Now, they did get rid of, uh, I believe, Peter Laviolette midway through the season and brought in John Hines after Hines was fired from the Devils. You, you bring in Matt Duchesne, who did not perform. You have Ryan. You he's John cursed. Lincoln, he's who, cursed. Yeah, he's cursed. He's cursed. He's, <laughs> cursed. he's for sure. He's cursed. cursed. You you're literally you were literally riding on your defense. Yeah, I, I mean, Ellis, uh, Yossian, Echo.
2: Hey, don't sleep on Dante Fabro. Okay,
0: and Dante Fabro. Okay, fine. Little Junior stud. Oh
2: yeah. my God. Dante <laughs> Fabro.
0: <laughs> now he's done. He <laughs> See, I talk about the Leafs too much. Daniel talks about the World Juniors too much. Okay, yeah. We balance. And then
1: it, Adam bro. talks about the Habs too much. The, the thing is, I actually no. got sad when I saw, like, he's like, some guys are not returning uh, when Dave Poole said it. And, you know, I actually got worried when I saw Cap Friendly because okay. Greg Smith is a UFA this year. Greg Smith, don't say that to poor Adam. Adam will, Adam <laughs> will cry. No, okay. He's already 30. I don't think Nationals bringing him back. Dude, he's no. 30?
2: What the hell? I didn't know he's that old. Yeah. Man, no, you got you guys are getting it all wrong. The best player on that, who's that guy with the really Italian name? I got to hear Italian name, so Italian. <laughs> God, Maria. I have. I was just on Daily Face Off. Uh, it, it's not. Oh, man, he's on the bottom four. He's like on the fourth line, man. Oh,
0: Rocco Grimaldi.
2: Rocco Grimaldi, man. Rocco
1: Grimaldi, X factor that team.
2: Him and his two million dollar cap
1: hit. Hell yeah! I have a funny story about <laughs> him. There
0: we go. <laughs> so, oh god, you, I want to hear this.
1: What what yeah. what's your team did he play? Yeah, actually, yeah, he was on. Uh, he played for the United <laughs> States, but it's funny because he was drafted thirty third in two thousand eleven <laughs> by okay. the Panthers. But Jonathan Huberdeau was third overall by the Panthers that year, and like they like fought each other twice. <laughs> nice. That, that was funny. <laughs> of course, of course.
0: What? Changes to do this does this team actually make?
2: Well, Mikhail granlund has gone. Yeah, I was gonna say Mikael Granlin, not a great
1: experiment. Right.
0: Uh, Craig um, Smith, was that was that worth you can't
2: it? Can't
1: really do anything else? Like there's so much money tied to these guys. Yeah. Um like Nick uh, Umino, two more years. I mean they Dan Hamew's
2: just retired, so there's a little bit of money there, yeah. I guess. Um but, like, they literally have a good top four, and then their bottom two just suck. I'm like, no, they don't suck, but, like, you don't see Yannick Weber and Jared Tenorti making any highlight highlights. No, no. And, like, I, and honestly, like, I don't know where you go from here. Like, you have so much money tied into some forwards. Like, what the hell are you supposed to do? Like, I don't know. I really – I don't know what the hell – I mean, Pekka, it's, like, when free agency comes for Pekka, that's it. He's done. Yeah, But – Saros is officially their number one guy, but I, I just, I don't know. I think if Poyle wants some changes to be made, I think it's got to be similar. Well, I mean, you can't really compare it to the Red Wings, but you can compare the same timeline. You got to give some time for some contracts to be shed before you can actually make some work happen. Do
0: you think like an option is Kyle Turris gets Botto? Like I, I don't know that. Like that's six million dollars off the off the books. And but what's his
2: buyout thing like what does million, it look like?
0: $2 million for eight years.
2: That's uh well that's a pretty tough so that's pretty long.
0: Yeah, like, and I guess you're saving four million dollars for four years.
2: Yeah, right off the bat, really, but then yeah. like it's just gonna be there for two like a four more years after that.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be messy. I just I don't think there's like let's look at the players but uh, how much min- how much like what type of market is out there for some of them right what are what can you get like you're going to get pennies for Ryan Johansson you can't trade Matt Duchesne. Kyle Turris uh, what nothing like there's a couple players maybe you can get something for uh, Arvidson Benino, and maybe Philip Forsberg like are you really going to trade Philip Forsberg
1: right no, like you you're can't not, trade force for
0: you can't you can't touch the I'm d i'm not trading the force for yeah yeah the d you can't touch anything on the defense that's not the issue but, but you, you have to some, change
2: something but i wonder what the hell you're supposed to do because then you have some guys like cuz like i mean i don't know who's in their pipeline but you have some some guys that aren't looking extremely great like Ely tolven
1: no he's been kind of declining well not really declining but you know he just hasn't shown up after yeah, all like the hype of being lot a steal, of hype. yeah, a lot of hype, quote unquote, steal in the draft.
0: You know who they do have? Ben Harper. Ben
2: Harper, like like big big Ben Harper, big big Ben Harper. When the hell did they get big big? Oh uh, wait, I remember Leaves that Traded trade. for, I
1: don't think
2: whatever his Harper's last name is. uh it's I think it's Salamaki.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, Miko Salamaki. Yeah. Salamaki. Yeah. yeah. Damn! Damn it!
0: Um, sorry. Is there a whole lot this team can do, or like you said, are they just going to run it, run the clock, like Detroit did for those years, and then hit bottom eventually? I think
2: they're running the clock, man. He's yeah, like, they might have to. Like, no okay, then
0: way. is then they have to tr- fire Dave Dave Boyle. Like, no, no, I, I don't Nothing think he you can. not I but I don't think you can let him do the rebuild. I just don't like. Don't think that's possible. How Are you sleeping on Dave, man?
2: How? What do you mean? How am I sleeping on Dave? Dave is one of the best, best GMs in NHL history. Oh, he I'm not questioning
0: it. that. It's just I don't think ownership would should let him do it. Look at the situation that he they're in now. He tried how many times to get a second line center.
2: That is true. Three. <laughs> The funny part is that Turris was involved in the Duchesne trade, and then they bring Duchesne in.
0: I think they're like great. Uh, congratulations to, to to Dave Poyle for building that monster decor. Like you think about who they had even before, like Weber, PK, Suter. Like I'm probably missing a couple guys. Like they had an incredible decor, but. The he hasn't built the forwards since like properly since that the cup, since the cup Dave final. Legwand, since, since since the cup final, year. since Martin you're at right. oh my god. <laughs> um, okay, two more things and then we're done. Uh, obviously, we did an episode on Monday, live stream, we watched the draft lottery, second one. Uh, and it was, of course, rigged because the New York Rangers won and the ball
2: looked a little heavy. Talk about money on that one. The ball looked a little heavy,
0: just saying. The Le- <laughs> I don't know who put this out there, but they put the video of the Leafs' ball and made it, an, and it's like, oh, when John Tavares missed the empty net. And
1: I By <laughs> the, po- the Hitting the post.
0: Or hitting the post, and I cried a little bit. But since... Mike is our New York Rangers fan. I have to ask.
2: I'm okay with him, man. I'm okay with it. You're okay with I, it. I like you saw my reaction. You guys had my reaction when you guys did that. Nice. Like I was okay. Man, if it went to Edmonton, I would I would have gotten fired for throwing something on the TV. I would have been like, God.
0: I would have said something <laughs> that would have taken us definitely off of YouTube.
2: <laughs>
0: no question. No question about it.
2: Like, if, if the Edmonton Oilers or the Pittsburgh Penguins won that first overall pick, I would have been fuming. At least, like, I mean, you know, we'll get into later, but the idiot team we cheer for, they don't deserve that first overall. Screw them. Oh, Screw your oh. first-round pick. Screw you guys. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, I'm okay with that because you know what? The NHL, they're looking at those dollar signs that they're going to make off Lafreniere yeah. Lafren- Lafrenier, and how good he's going to look in uh, in in the red, white, and blue, the blue shirts, and in, in playing in Madison Square Garden, like hell yeah, man, that's we, sick. I love that.
0: What does the, what does the team look like? Because uh, when we when it first happened, Daniel and I were talking. And I made the argument: like, does someone get moved? Like, does Lafreniere start on the third line, and you still have like you resign Chris Kreider, and now that you have Alexis
2: Lafreniere it kind of looks like, Oh, it means Panarin doesn't have to carry his own line. Finally, which you is think, the best thing
0: you think Panarin who, so who it'd be Panarin, I guess, Zabinijad and who,
2: because if you look at the year, like they, the last game of the, like the last game of the playing round is Panarin, Sabinajad, Bushnevich. Yeah. But for the majority of this season, Panarin has been tasked on the second line with Ryan Strom. Okay. And, um, Yes, for Cap- Brad. Capo, Capo, Cackle? No, 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 not Capo, Cackle. Writer. Um, yes, no. Yes, yes, for Faust. Oh. That's it. yes, for That's it. Yeah, it's for Fost.
1: No, I say yes for Brad. That's New no. Jersey.
2: Yeah, but it's been for the most part, yes for Fost, and and like those have been the that's the majority of what his time on ice is, who he's been with first time on ice. So when you see that, like, dude, like no one, like, and he, like, I mean, that's why I told you guys why he's my pick. Hartemi, like he did that well with those linemates, like no knock on anybody. But like, he was only playing with Zabanejad, Kreider, Buchnevich on the power play. Now he gets, I mean, it'll obviously take some time to like you're gonna throw him on the second line immediately. But now you have somebody like Alexi Lafreniere. If he doesn't have a, a first overall kind of year like like Jack Hughes, then he he like he gets to play alongside Panarin, and it looks like a stud, man. That's sick that's awesome for Panarin as he has somebody to dish the puck to that can finish as well and he doesn't have to worry about carrying a line on his own and yes that puts quite a bit of pressure on Lafreniere but I think he's been dealing with that for quite a few years now Lafreniere's been he, he's been the consensus for his overall pick for like 3 years now man right like this guy is going to be a stud and i think uh, i think it's great for the rangers to finally have some like you don't understand like, yeah, I guess it's only one player, but that one player enables you to move so much more in that top two. And then honestly, I'm predicting it. I, I know he had a terrible year, but I think Kako will come back better next year. Now that he realizes how tough it's been, he'll make the uh, the offseason changes he needs to make. And overall the, the team will just be better, but like, it's great for, for, for that, for that top six to really be bolstered now with a guy like Lafreniere to play with Artemi Panarin, or even anybody else, whether he's playing with Chris Cryer or something like that, they're going to compliment each other. It's going to work out. I'm telling you, it's going to work out. And if it doesn't, screw me then.
1: (laughs) So this is like one thing I asked Alex last time is, you know, they're getting another elite winger. Um, Are you concerned about their center depth, like keeping Ryan Strom on that second line moving forward? I am a little worried. I mean... Ryan Strom, yes, he had a great breakout
2: year because he got to play alongside Tommy Panarin. And yeah, I bet he's a great guy. I would grab a beer with him. He was on one of my favorite. He was, okay, my favorite, my my favorite Rangers Panarin, but he's like, my one A has got to be Tony D. I love Tony D. And he's in, and like Tony D has a podcast, Watch Your Tone. Yeah. No free ads. I know, but I love that podcast. And he had Ryan Strom on and like, great guy definitely would have grabbed a beer with him but like come on he's he's, he's not he's he's, a, he's not that great like he's not he's second or third line center at most but yeah I mean like unless Philip Heedle starts developing seriously Brett Houghton is an okay fourth line center but it's a little worrisome but I don't think it's as much as a problem as, as D Does D it? is the biggest yeah. problem on that team
0: does it make Like with Lafreniere Like I'd assume That it makes someone Expendable on that top six And the name I guess that Stands out to me the most Obviously would be Pavel Buchnevich. Like if Like you said If Kapokako Can come back flying And Alexis Lafreniere Starts Hot Like that must leave Someone like him expend. Like you're gonna play him On the You're gonna play him On the In the bottom six When you have guys Who can play on the bottom six For cheap for cheaper, at least.
2: I mean, yeah, I can see that happening. I mean, I don't know, because, like, Pavel Buchnevich has been such a project ever since he first came into the league. Scores in his first shot, first shift. How yeah. are you? But, like, I mean, I wouldn't want to say expendable, but, like, I, it's tough, because you really got to – if you're going to move Buchnevich, you got to make sure Cabo Caco's right beat step up there. Because if he's not – that's not looking good. And I mean, the only thing you can do if you're getting rid of Buchnevich is you're getting D because yeah. Lindgren decent. Brendan Smith can't stand watching him. Mark Stahl farewell tour. Keandre Miller will eventually insert himself in that lineup. I think, and I hope it'll be this year, but if you're getting, if you're considering moving Buchnevich, which I honestly, I don't think that they will. If you are doing that though, then you're getting a D man you're shopping a D man. Right. But um, if anything, I still think it'll take some time. For, I don't think Kako is going to come in here right off the bat and pull, pull a Svechnikov like what happens with the second overall pick, doesn't have a great first year, and then comes out flying. But I could be wrong. I don't know. I, I, I believe in him, man. I think it's just – it's tough, right? Like, he's so Finnish. He's so Finnish. Guy doesn't – barely knew, knew how to speak English when he came here. Yeah. All of a sudden, he's thrown into the limelight of Madison Square Garden. People often forget now. Like, yes, I get that you're drafting nowadays for the most NHL-ready player, but you often forget that these guys are still kids. Like Capukaco yeah. is still a year younger than me, mm-hmm. and he is going and he's getting thrown into the limelight of Madison Square Garden, the bright lights of New York. It's tough, man. And I think now that he has that experience, it's time for him to to, to show up this year.
0: What do you think of the? Rumors going around about the Ottawa pick, Ottawa uh, trade offer for the third and fifth. Is there an ice cream truck outside your house?
1: Or oh, that you? is mine. I apologize. I was going to say. I was going to say. My window I hear is open. Some ice cream.
0: Um, sorry, <laughs> All right,
1: my mic is good then.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what do you think of the trade offer that they're talking about? Uh, the third and fifth overall pick for. Uh, the
2: first overall pick. No. 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 Rangers haven't picked first since 67, I believe.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Why would you get rid of that? Like, yes, I mean, that would give you a great shot at getting – I don't know who you'd get at fifth. I completely forgot this draft. Or, uh, I know that Drysdale. you'd get, like, Byfield at fifth. Yeah, like, Jamie Drysdale and Quentin Byfield. Like, that'd or be Jake great.
0: Sanderson.
2: Yeah, but I'm not – no, man. Lafreniere is supposed to be the real deal and most of the time it has to you have to be in a really extreme situation to want to trade that first overall pick like it's got to be a serious different kind of circumstance that you know that you're that you're hitting right on the dot that you that you're trading for the first overall pick for and i just i don't see like there's any scenario really there's very few when this guy's getting hyped up like like he is now i think it'll be different next year like i don't know too much about Aturati or honestly you probably could have done the same thing with Nolan Patrick and Nico Hishier but like when you have a guy with this kind of hype around him that's really shown up that's a world junior legend (laughs) then I know I don't think I don't think the Rangers are considering trading him at all okay especially like, because he's such an important part of and yeah. yeah like their rebuild is just accelerating by the day man
0: is it even a rebuild it feels like it's just a retool yeah it's just like it so quick where we can yeah
1: I and mean Vitaly Kratsov. We didn't even mention him yeah you yeah
2: you're right he, he's gonna he's gonna be a stud I mean it also sucks but that we probably won't have Leah Anderson but I mean like when you have it. I would call it a rebuild because look at how much you've gotten rid of in the last yeah. few years. Ever since, ever since they posted that 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 letter saying, "Hey guys, we're rebuilding now," you've gotten rid of your captain McDonough. You've gotten rid of JT Miller. Um, Zuccarello was a part of that core, he's the best Norwegian player to play. Yeah. Like you've gotten rid, like Rick Nash. Like you you see, like dude Henrik Lundqvist was crying. Man, he's like, dude, all my friends are gone. Like. That's a rebuild in my eyes, not a retool. Yeah, yeah.
0: What, There's a completely what
2: about, different roster.
0: It, who are the two goalies next year?
2: I hate to say it, but I think the King's on his way out. Trade, unceremoniously.
0: Buy, trade, buyout, LTIR?
2: LTIR, I don't think so. Buyout, maybe, depending on the circumstance. I, I, I don't know how to couch I didn't see. I'd go on CAF Friendly and check it out to see spy So I can't give you a true answer on that, but... I think it is like they made it clear. They've said it. Mm-hmm. We are going to roll with two goalies this year. That is going to be Shesterkin. He is the goalie of the future. And I don't know the story on Georgiev, man. Like Georgiev has had his times where he's looked great. He's had his times where he's looked not great at all. And yeah. But the thing is you can't – you're not throwing the king in the AHL. No. And you're not – and it depends on how long it's going to take Georgiev to season up. But – this is Shesterkin's team now. Shesterkin is the man in front of those pipes. That's yeah.
0: it. Uh, so the buyout for next year would be five and a half, and the year <sighs> after would be one and a half, and then that's it.
2: So it would be a really tough soak for one year. Yeah. How much is he making now? Seven? Uh,
0: 8.5. 8,
2: 8.5. So you then I think a buyout is an time. option.
1: Yeah, take the savings. I,
2: really, I think the buyout is the option then. If they're going to get rid of Hank – then they're paying him his 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 money there, and he will go to a contender or a cheaper deal because he's getting that much more money from the Rangers. So I don't know, man. I now that you tell me that, I really do think the the buyout's the biggest option for him. Okay,
0: Daniel. Anything else about New York before I move on to everyone's favorite team?
1: Mm-hmm. Nothing really. Um, I I remember reading about that possibility that you know they're going to trade down to just get a center, but I like Mike's points with it. Like you know. This is going to be big for the New York market to, you know, hit on Lafreniere, so they're keeping it. I think they're keeping and it, yeah. And if okay. they mess
2: up his development and it doesn't work out, then well, that's sucks. <laughs> right.
0: Um. Now we. I know we have to actually talk about it, but um, firstly, Mike, what uh, we have? Well, we talked obviously the night of, but. Um, What, what happened? What happened?
2: What happened? You didn't get to hear, you didn't get to hear this at all. You didn't get to hear that at all, that game, because they got shut out and they looked pathetic. There we go. They looked pathetic. They looked like garbage. You see this? Yeah, garbage. I'm mad at you right now. Get out of here. To anybody that, oh my God, man, I... So basically to put the – in <laughs> when we lost that game – so basically I left Ottawa. I, I left Toronto to get back here for 8.30 for game time. I left Toronto at three, and I didn't make any stops on the way home. I just drove home because so I'm like, I'm not missing this game. Now I really wish I left later and missed the game because that was, that was tough. And I remember <laughs> I was so upset that I texted Alex, and I'm like, hey, man can I FaceTime you? I hate this right now. I need something to talk. I need someone to talk to you about this. And Alex's reply is not like, yeah, do it. No, Alex's reply is yes, please. <laughs> and this, this goddamn team, man, it just, it's just constant, constant, constant. It's like, like last year I was mad. Like last year I was angry. Like I was just like, I hated the world because of this team. But right now, I'm just so disappointed. Right now, I'm just like, you know what? I, I, you make me sick. You make me sick. I can't even look at you. I can't even face you. You do not deserve that first overall pick. You do not deserve any form of sympathy. I, you guys make such a good comeback. Such a good comeback. And then just squander it all after making, doing the complete opposite of what the Leafs are supposed to do. Come back from 3-0? What the hell are you? That's not you. When you did that, when they did that, I was so fired up. And then for them to take that fire away and just look invincible, Tyson Berry goes out with injury. That's a tough so goodbye, Tyson. It was a failed experiment of a year. We nice miss Nazem yeah. Kadri. It was and and Cody Cece is a free agent. I I I would grab a beer with you sometime, man. But like, peace. Not on the ice. But, it's just been a trying, trying year for Leafs. It has been such a different one, and then for them to go out to, you know what? Like all props are due to Columbus. Columbus played their bags off, like, like they're doing right now with with, with Tampa, and and you know it just shows you we did not deserve to win. If 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 JT is like he's gonna remember that wide open net, he's gonna remember it in his nightmares for years to come. Yeah, People overall dreaming about that shit. Right he now. did not show up. Marner did not really show up. I saw Austin show up, which I don't usually see all the time in the playoffs, but I'm happy that I did. I saw Mo Bamba Riley show up. I saw Freddie show up for a bit and then be Freddie again. And like, I don't know where we go from here. And I've, you and I talked about this we Where the hell do we go from here? We just can't get over that one hump. We keep making changes and changes and changes and changes. Like, When is it? When are we gonna get past the? When are we gonna make the playoffs, man? We didn't even make the playoffs. We made the qualifiers this year. Embarrassing! Embarrassing. It's just been. It's just like Tampa. You knew that this is a game. This this is a war of attrition here. It's Tampa's. No, Tampa. It's Columbus's defense versus your offense. And if your offense can't even muster a goal in the game deciding, in like in the series deciding game then screw you man like come on what the hell is that you're paying 40 million dollars up front for your top four players and you know what some showed up some tried really hard william Nylander one. looked good to start the see william Nylander looked good to start the series and then just just trailed off
0: one player looked good the entire series one 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 of the four looked good austin matthews that's it if you didn't think that Go to hell you you weren't watching the same game as as I like was.
2: He, he no like yeah. to see Austin in the corners, to see him like even game one, you see he was like like Seth Jones made Austin, made Zach Hyman, made anyone in the corners. He made them his his toy. And you know what Austin responded? I, I saw him in the corners. I saw him using his body. I never saw that in the last few years from Austin Matthews. So I'm happy I got to see that. But the other three that are getting paid that much that much money, you got to show up. And I'm not even saying show up and put points on the board. Do something. I know I'm not seeing Mitch Marner make a huge hit. I know I'm never going to see Nick William Nylander make a huge hit, but contribute. Like, Don't be afraid to take a hit. Do something. Just don't. like. It, it, it was just – I couldn't it, – it's just – there's crap hockey from the Maple Leafs that last game.
0: I want to bring up a couple – uh, things that were brought up during the uh, exit Zoom meetings—a uh, a whole lot of what the players said is a whole, the same load of garbage that they've been saying for the last three years. Uh, you know, we didn't, we, we didn't play well. Uh, Columbus was better than us. We weren't trying. Uh, we're pissed off that we lost. Uh, I don't care. Uh, yeah, I, I'm so you. I'm tired of hearing it. This, this this entire year, I've heard the same load of garbage that's just flowed out of your mouths. Tell me what you're going to do differently. Don't tell me you're going to be different. Tell me what you're going to do or at least show me on the ice because you haven't proved a single thing. The fact – like, listen, I'm, ha- I'm, I'm glad that Mitch Marner was honest and said he wasn't motivated game one. When I heard he wasn't motivated game one, the amount of rage that filled my body was indescribable. G- you weren't engaged game one? You make 10.2 min- – like, he makes
2: Nine three. too much money. 10.893.
0: $10.893 million and you are engaged? Get out of here. Get out really of
1: here. And, yeah. and
0: the fact that Kyle Dubas comes out and says that the people who are criticizing him are idiots. Are you watching the same game, Kyle? Because I am for sure not watching the same game as you. He was invisible for five games. He was invisible half the season. I don't care what you have to say. Great he put up the points. But when it mattered... Great. Great. He blocked two shots against Boston last year when he was last making year, when he's making $850,000. He's now making $10.983 million. If you're not showing up, don't ask for big boy money. If you can't take the criticism when you don't show up, don't ask for big boy money.
2: Austin Matthews had a had the coronavirus. He had his health info exposed, which, honestly, the way he told Steve Simmons off, love that. Love that. Love the balls on that. But for him to be the guy to show up after taking, like, it was good that he showed up. And you know what? I know people will say, ooh, lost in this horse. But you know what? Like I said, man, he was banging. He was crashing the boards. He was doing stuff. And I'm not saying this is old-time hockey where you're supposed to lay out a guy every five seconds, but he at least showed up and, and earned his paycheck. And like everybody else, like dude, how the hell are you not beating this team when Cody Cece scores on them? Unbelievable. Marner, Invisible, Nylander, that one. He don't get me wrong. Yeah, it's great that he had the go ahead, uh, the number one goal to get the first goal to get us back in in that and mount that that come up. But honestly, in, like you can point fingers at at Mikheyev and say let McAvoy. Where the hell was he? But you know what? McKayev wasn't on the score sheet, but I didn't see anybody else work their, other than Zach Hyman, work their ass off and skate harder than Ilya McKayev. I get it. He wasn't putting up points, and you know what? The points will come with him. And it's, it. it, it I know I can't say that because the series is over, but. You don't see a guy that gets out there, dumps that puck, and just he, he, he is sprinting for that puck. And when he gets in that yeah. corner, he's a mess to play against. Like I've never seen anybody that is just that challenging to play against in the corner and that is just on your ass. When you have players like that, it's not excusable to not have points, but at least you can respect the fact that they're working hard, that they have attempts there. John yeah. Tavares is known for not having the greatest foot speed, but being a great player – I didn't see anything from him.
0: He he looked. It, it was it was upsetting. Like I, I brought it. I talked about it a lot, a lot on 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 Monday for sure. But what like looking at what the the comments from the players. Like the only one who felt like they cared. Or actually gave something that was useful instead of giving them the same old boring BS that one of the three excuses that that they continue to give. And and you know what? We're going to try harder. We're not going to go on social media. That's not good enough anymore. Uh, Jake Muzzin and Zach Hyman were the two people who actually gave something useful. Zach Hyman, who grew up a Leafs fan understands what the hell every single Leafs fan is thinking right now. He because he's takes. thinking yeah. he's thinking the exact same thing.
2: Jake wasn't, man, when he went down, that wasn't good. You know, you pray that he's okay, but like, and he, he worked his tail off. Um, he, and yeah. he, he wasn't, like, he isn't the best of, like, like he isn't the best, he isn't an off, like an offense guy like he kind of was before but now it's just you know what what do you do next
0: listen if i'm i'm Kyle Dubas something needs to be done i think the answers in the room i've been convinced the answers in the room i think it's a change on, of culture based on of how based on how they've played at certain times throughout the year but daniel's right change of culture and i think if you trade someone of significance And bring in a defenseman because the defense is an issue. It's no, there's no questions. That's a huge issue. Change someone of, uh, trade someone of significance and bring in someone to play defense. That should be a change in culture because I think what the issue is is the players are extremely comfortable in the city and I don't, I don't, uh, I don't want to crap on Kyle Dubis for his for his GM style and being, I want to be, be the player's friend or what that, that style, but it, it has them too comfortable at the moment because, I, right. Sorry. Go. And
2: I missed something when I was talking, Yeah. but two, like two huge takeaways from that game as well. A, why the fuck? Uh, I'm not going to swear for this take of this book. What the hell was Andreas Johnson playing? Thank yeah. You. That's
1: like Thank gaming you. cold,
2: And number two, If you don't have Jason Spezza's agent on the line the very next day, what are you doing? Yeah, him and Austin were the only players I saw have heart that entire game. They were down. They were down three nothing. You you still see Jason Spezza taking that puck, and he sees that everybody else is like not in position or they're not. You know, you see their body language, and Jason Spezza is taking it, and he's he's trying to rush. He's trying to do something.
0: If I'm Jason Spezza, I would have lost it. I would have absolutely seeing lost, him lost it.
2: That you know that famous picture that you see of Kapanen and and uh, Spetz on the bench, but yeah. Spetz's head is down. Like you got to feel for that guy, man. Yeah, and he said it. You quoted. You, you saw my tweet too, like that that retweet I made of of what Spetz has said about how he didn't take a, a day for granted of uh, of wearing this jersey. Yeah, like you know what. That's the kind of veteran you want on this team. That's the kind of veteran you have to bring back.
0: I'd be very surprised mm-hmm. if he doesn't come back. Now, there's a couple things that Dubis said. Obviously, one of them being the whole Mitch Marner, Mitch Marner thing, which again, I don't. I, I I'm a Dubis supporter, but again, I can't. Uh, the agree. excuses are up. I I can't agree with I can't agree with the things that were said yesterday or a couple days ago. Um. Number one, Mitch Marner looked invisible. I don't know what game you're watching. Number two, you need to make a move. I I don't think you come back next year with all four guys. No. You can't. You cannot. You absolutely cannot. But
2: if you're going to tell me, then who's the most expendable? Unfortunately,
0: unfortunately, it's William Nylander. Now, I made an argument uh, that Mitch Marner could be Islanders win. Yeah. Yeah. On two-one Islanders, uh, in the game and in the series, funny enough, I made an argument that Mitch Marner could be traded. It's extremely difficult, extremely, extremely, extremely difficult. I don't think it's I don't think it's going to happen. I think if anyone's going to be traded, it's going to be William Nealander, and then maybe the five hundred year old hockey uh, Leaf lovers on Twitter will. Shut up about William <laughs> Um, But man, the one thing that really ticked me off in that press conference was what he said about Cody C. Kyle oh shut God. up about Stop Cody Stop Pumping Ceci. his
2: tires, man. Oof. I remember your tweet. Your tweet was great. All I see is Alex Han- at Alex Hanyman. Dude, this is not the hill you want to die on.
0: <laughs> like, man, leave it alone. He's done. If I if I see an announcement that the Toronto Maple Leafs have signed Cody CC to an extension. I'm going to I'm going to send a tweet. It's not going to be a good one. I'm going to delete the Twitter app off off my phone, delete it off of my computer and not go on Twitter for a week because I won't be able to handle myself.
2: Me neither, man. I'll be very 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 upset if I see I that.
0: don't understand what what possible statistics do you have that Tell me that Cody CeCe is not as bad as he looks.
2: He looked awful this year. And you know what? You don't want to mess up a guy or anything like that, but come on. Like, you can't.
0: What do you mean? Wh- wh- mess you up a guy? What?
2: He looks garbage. Saying. I know, but, like, you can't. You can't, like, dubus, you can't pump his tires, man. Like, I understand that he didn't have a great year and that you, that you, you had some faith in him, but come on on like you know what you were getting when you traded Zaitsev you traded Zaitsev because you needed to because he wanted out and he had that right because he sucked as well but he looked a lot better than Cody CC this year I don't know man it's I'm just done.
1: I'm done I'm done. I'm okay, he's done. done. Maybe Cody CC's done. Dubis,
2: this is not the hill you're not getting resigned. I love, I love this tweet. Dubis hints Cody CC's metrics internally reflected his value defensively, and that information will cost him a different light if one data like that becomes public.
0: Okay, make it no. public, Kyle. Make it public. No. Proof, prove why Kyle do uh, why Cody CC is as good as you think he is? Because he, uh, it, what he's shown on the ice, not, not happening. Um, one more thing before we end the episode, unless someone else has something as well. Are, are we, do we need to have a conversation about Freddie?
2: I hate to say it, but more and more and more every year that that conversation is coming up.
0: The collection. I hate to say it's, it, but it's his collectionist, right? It's
1: not there. It's just it's the, not there. The mistakes are too, are big when he makes them. Like you know, he's been a consistent guy, but when he makes a mistake, it's horrible.
0: Second year in a row, he's let in a goal like that.
1: Gave Liam foodies for skull. Now, I, don't know,
0: I, I don't know, man. I've read all these mumbo jumbo Twitter rumors that uh, something about Matt Murray for Frederick Anderson.
2: It's uh, an <sighs> like, it incentivized Do you want me to train? throw
0: up on the podcast? Like, what is
2: this? Never. No. Please never, ever, ever. Ever, ever, never, no. no.
0: I think those room anyone who plays for played for uh, uh, the Greyhounds automatically gets linked with the Leafs. It's just I think they that's just what happens. I don't agree with it, but it's unfortunately what continues to happen. Joe Thornton, who wasn't even like Kyle Dubis, wasn't there, but okay. Um, Kyle well, Kyle Clifford was his uh, agent. Uh, who am I missing? There was a couple other guys who continued to get linked to the Leafs. But uh, we do have to have a conversation about Freddie. Something needs to be done. I don't know what that is. I don't think the answers trade him, if I'm being honest.
2: But then what happens?
0: Well, I, either way, even if he came up clutch, you're going to sign Freddie to an extension. You really think that there's, you have the money to – re-sign frederick anderson there's
2: certainly no money no money to yeah. sign frederick anderson i don't know what's going to happen when his time comes jack
0: campbell and joseph wall
1: or ian scott we don't know how well he or does. Ian scott yeah. yeah i'm worried man a little bit i'm worried I'm a little worried yeah
2: well i'm, I'm see, worried about they, the future success of this club
0: if they had the 13th overall pick they could have uh, drafted Yaroslav Askarov, right? Favorite oh,
2: of the
1: God. show, favorite <laughs> <laughs> of the show. Yes, we're still it, going with this.
2: Yeah,
0: um, you know they uh, quickly. Last thing again, I keep saying last thing, but that's okay. Um, they they obviously Paul McFarland's not coming back. Dave Hackstall, they've decided to keep on. And, oh,
2: you're you're gonna bring this up, aren't you? And
0: Andrew, what's it? What's Andrew? Andrew what? what's Babcock? It was Babcock's guy. Now his name's not coming to me. The video coach. Oh man, this is going to piss me off. (laughs) It's going to piss me off that I can't remember his name, but either way. So that means there is an opening for, um, uh, Andrew Brewer, Andrew Brewer. That's it. You're right. Yeah. Assistant coach, Andrew Brewer. There is an opening for, uh, Assistant coach on this team, I think it's time to bring him home. Bruce Brugero, Oh my gosh. Get the man he wants he wants to be here. We want him here. Get the man on board. Bring Bruce home. That's all I'm saying.: I agree. okay. Have you seen the video from I think I retweeted it. the video yeah. from <laughs> uh, it was a tw- an HBO 24/7 special? When he was with Washington and he walks in and's talking about how they're playing like garbage. And it just, they could have painted the walls blue. We could have photoshopped all Leaf players <laughs> and it would have been the exact same speech. I just felt it pumped me up.
1: They need that type of voice in the. They, need, room, they, need, they need him. They need Bruce. They need Bruce. Okay. Um, and Bruce is from North York. So,
0: exactly. That's why he's perfect here. He's, yeah. just, he's a Leafs fan. Know, everyone knows. I
2: mean, the reports are that he's willing to take a lesser a lesser duty to and do it. Got,
0: and we got the money. We got the yeah. moolah. Oh,
2: man. we can give him the bands, if whatever the he big, wants. The
0: big bucks. Um, yeah. Before we end the podcast, uh, Rob Brindamore saying that he – it says, Rob Brindamore highly doubts Kane's forward, Andre Svechnikov, will be able to return in playoffs.
2: Oh, boy.
0: That, that is, is a
1: huge a tough, loss. tough,
2: tough blow.
0: That is a huge loss for the team. Um, obviously, it's a Chara. Not gonna finish. Not gonna explain it. Okay, Jack Edwards did it for me. Okay, <laughs> he, deserved, he deserved it. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> I didn't say that. Um, okay. Do you guys have anything else to say before I end this podcast?
1: Yeah, I'm good. I was going to
2: say go leaf skill but I have no more no, no
0: more yeah, words. No. We're not going to say that for a while. Um thank you for listening to another episode of the podcast. Uh make sure to check out the YouTube page if you're not listening on YouTube. Check out the Instagram page, the Facebook cha- Facebook cha- page. My god.
2: Jesus, man. My
0: god, I'm on a, <laughs> just a burner this episode. Check out Mike's I uh, podcast and social media. It's gonna be down. The, everything's gonna be down in the description. And uh, make sure you check out. You come back for another episode, probably uh, Wednesday. And Adam's gonna be back, so that's wow. that's a good thing.
1: Might be a pizza party, you don't know. Might be a pizza party. I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, see you guys.